But gentlemen, welcome to the pod. Welcome to the pod. I thank you guys for joining me tonight. Um, we all shared a special moment uh, this Friday. <laughs> and, <you know. laughs> and we're here to talk about it. Nah, you know, every time I see any Batman movie, man, it's a, it's a, it's a special moment in history. At least okay, not So I guess what I'll do is um all right, dice you good, everyone's good. Copy, 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 copy. All right. Um, so as I said, you know, um Friday night we all went to the movies uh to celebrate Q's birthday. Q, let's get you know, Q give you a little special shout out real quick about the solo your screen. Thank you. Looking fresh Thank to death, you, looking fresh to death. You know what I'm saying I got my rib outfit on. Yeah, my guy got on the Riddler. <laughs> now that's funny. When you said that, I didn't even see the blazer, man. You was killing me with that. I was like, oh, my <laughs> man got on the velvet blazer. <laughs> I had to come dress for my man. I had to look my best. Yeah, my guy. <laughs> nah, I gotta give you solo screen, man. But yes, yeah, it's, it's basically also it's, your birthday, it's man. Sunday. It's today's Sunday. my birthday, my today's my actual birthday. Oh, it's your actual birthday. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, the six, that's right. Oh. My man, it's right. It, here. Baby. He came on. I said, my guy got on the green lantern in the back. I said, That's <laughs> it, baby. <laughs> um, but anyway, let's 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 dive right into you know what we what we here for, man. So, I, you know, I tried to break it down as best as I could. But um, again, you know, you guys feel free to, you know, we can mix it up. There's going to be things that someone misses. So somebody could clean up after somebody. But basically, we're here to review the Batman. Um, and let me put all of this in here. Sorry, guys. I'm in my little technical difficulty here. So I thought I would break it down from obviously the beginning of the movie, the end of the movie and all of that in the middle. Um but there was one part I was thinking about was the casting because that was like a conversation for the movie in general ever since, you know, Robert Patterson got casted for the role and, you know, obviously everyone else uh, for the Penguin, Catwoman and, and all of these things. So I thought it would be fitting to kind of just start there and, you know, sort of get your guys take on how did you feel about the casting? Did you feel everyone fit their roles perfectly? Did they do a good job? Could there have been someone better casted for a certain role? Um so what do you guys think? Or who would like to start, I guess? Um, I think the thing that a lot of people had worries about when this first started was um, someone like Robert Pattinson taking on this role. Worried a lot of people because he, he comes in with that stereotype of being from, what is it? Is it, is it um, Twilight? Twilight. Twilight, Twilight. He came from Twilight and that worried a lot of people. Kind of like the same way that Ben Affleck worried a lot of people when he got cast for that last uh, set of Batman movies. Um, but very much like how a lot of these studios have been doing, they've been going to these super big time, really, really talented actors to uh, play these classic American superheroes and uh, selecting Robert Pattinson, especially for this super dramatic role was uh, proven to be a great decision. He did a fantastic job, especially for how moody this Batman, for how moody and tortured this Batman was aiming to be. I thought he did fantastically. Absolutely. Um, I have to agree with that. Um, you know who I was, uh, I don't think I, the only person that I, you know, uh, that I felt was uh, sort of questionable 
was um, the Riddler, right? Because Riddler has a certain persona that goes with him. You know, he wears the suits with the question marks and he's supposed to have like a sort of, you know, uh, he's supposed to be supposed slick. To be, supposed to be funny. Yeah, yeah, funny, you know. Um, so when I saw who they casted for it, I just couldn't, I, I saw the nerdiness aspect to it because obviously he's a genius and he loves riddles and, and puzzles mm -hmm. and all of that. Um, but I just felt like, you know, maybe Riddler is a little bit more in shape than that. Um, you know, is a little taller. You know, just the way that he's been depicted in the comics or, you know, any animated Batman movies you've seen or just uh, in real life Batman movies. Um, we'll mention it uh, with uh, George Clooney. You know, I said with George Clooney, with, um, you guys know what I'm talking about, uh, with Two-Face, Riddler. Jim um, Carrey. Yeah, yeah, Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey. Was, I just forgot. Carrey. Yeah. Was it Val Kilmer? Val Kilmer was the Batman at that point? Yeah, yeah Val Kilmer was yeah. the Batman. Yeah, it was Batman in that one. Um, so, you know, um, that was just a little questionable for me, obviously, with the Black Leather Mask. But I understand they're, you know, they were digging from a different source um, at this point. But, you know, um, overall, I think uh, everyone, you know, for, in terms of casting, they, they nailed almost everybody. Um, but again, Riddler was the only one I was really sort of like, eh. You know, why is he wearing the leather mask and, you know, things like that. But, you know, um, other than that, I think they did a fantastic job with everybody. You, you, you know, you know what I didn't realize, right? Throughout the movie, uh, the Penguin's character was mm. Colin Farrell was playing the Penguin. <laughs> that was great. I did not. You know, I could not see it. And I was trying to figure out who he was. And then I, I later looked up who the, uh, I had to look up the cast. And I was like, wait, that was Colin Farrell? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Wow. Listen, the, 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 whoever did the makeup for that, yo, kudos to you guys because that that nailed it. it you nailed it. You nailed That's it. 100%. I could not. I could not see Colin Farrell in that face at all. And now, and then now, you know, I'm, I'm gonna have to go back and watch it again and pay specific attention to the penguin and be like, wait, hold on, that is Colin Farrell. Get out of here. But that's great. That was a great makeup job on him. Great makeup job. Another important part. Another important part when it comes to casting is just trying to get chemistry to work, especially in a movie like this where where so many of the characters are sharing the screen all at the same time, and um, with Robert Pattinson being the main character, he has great chemistry with Zoe Kravitz, but he also had great chemistry with um, Commissioner Gordon. Or I guess Gordon, he's, yeah. he's Detective Gordon. There, they every time those two are on the screen together, they work together so well. They played off of each other fantastically. Mm. Um, Really enjoyed that as well. Like a buddy cop. Like the buddy cop. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Q, did you have anyone like that you was... Oh, no, go ahead. Sorry about that. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. I was uh, going to uh, piggyback off what Shelly said. He was right. Uh, Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright, If yeah. you've seen the Jeffrey Wright, you, you already know Jeffrey Wright is the man. Yep. So when, he's, when he said he was going to play Detective Gordon or whatever he is, mm -hmm. you know it's going to be magic. Right? I, didn't have any, uh, I didn't have any problems with actually actual uh, Robert Pattinson because if you watch Robert Pat Pattinson since Twilight bro he stole the show in Tenet and I thought Tenet was underrated was as hell he, he was great yeah yeah he he did a really good job and he showed that he grew um if you watch the lighthouse he he plays a yeah he plays this very broody weird character um with uh, alongside with Willem Dafoe and you could tell that this guy has grown so I know people had their like qualms with like you know sparkly vampire guy with the, the frosted blonde tips, but I'm like, yeah, he's he's he, he's way past that, you know. 
like uh, going um, like uh, looking at Paul Dano, who was the Riddler. I I had some reservation, but this is the guy that played the opposite to Willem. De- um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Daniel Day Lewis. There will be blood. Remember, he was Daniel Daniel Day Lewis's main opposition, and that kid can act. So yeah, you know, like uh, I think what Amo or, or maybe Sheldy was saying. Oh, Sheldy was saying earlier when when you have when you, when these studios they they take their time and they actually invest in really good actors. Forget about it. You're gonna get a good performance. You're gonna get a fantastic performance. So, I was thoroughly surprised. And Colin Farrell, not that anybody stole the show, but if anybody did steal the show because they, they did such a good job, he stole it. He stole yeah. it a little bit. He yeah. did a very good job. Yep. The thing that's so hard to do with um, these kind of iconic characters who've been on the big screen before is when you put them back on the big screen, everyone's going into the movie with some kind of recollection of the last person to do that. So the mm-hmm. hardest thing yes. to do is to yes. bring in this new actor playing the same character, but then to also make the character different enough where they're still recognizable, but not constantly reminding you of the last person to play it. And while Robert Pattinson, I came into the movie still having Christian Bale in the back of my head and Val Kilmer and, and all those guys in the back of my head. And that first opening scene, that first opening set, Right, where they bring him out <laughs> and you see him for the first time. I, it, it almost it, it it immediately got rid of every other Batman in my head because I've never had a movie start like that before. Um, it, yeah. it's, it's arguably probably the greatest start to any Batman movie we've ever seen, and it's not over the top. It's not doing anything crazy. Explosions. It's it's all about setting a mood and and setting a, a an environment and then capitalizing on that. It, putting Batman almost as a set piece. Gotham, this also might be the best Gotham we've ever seen either, It's uh, as well. This 100%. is a fantastic Gotham, and he's 100%. almost a set piece in Gotham. He, he, he works with it so well. Uh, but to go back to the Riddler, everyone remembers Jim Carrey. It's such a, it's yeah. such a iconic performance. And to then take this new guy and make him such a different character altogether, um, and it's less about being criminal, less about being less about the riddles and more about the fact that he was a psychotic madman who 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 was murdering uh, uh people at at his own whim with his own sense of justice. Uh, that's a total reinvention of the riddler, not one we've seen before, and especially not on the big screen at least. and um that gave the character room to breathe, which was uh fantastic. But I think what you see now, Shelley, um, with all of the with all the newer DC, uh, uh, going back uh, just to Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, like oh. they're trying to go, they're trying to go for more. Because I feel like this Batman was the closest, the closest thing I could compare it to was that movie because you had characters rooted squarely in reality, right, mm-hmm. and not this over over the top like zaniness. That you have in like the Joker and the Riddler, Jim Carrey, you know, which is great, you know. And don't get me wrong, that has its yeah. place because that was comic books for a while. But over the past like two two plus decades, like comics have really like all the comic book fans that were kids have grown up 
And now they're like, so as grownups, we want to see more grown-up themes. We want to, like, kind of explore that, you know? And I think Nolan did best when he started that whole lineup with Heath Ledger and whatnot. And you see how, like, you know, like, it's, it, it like, the characters now, again, rooted right in reality. These are the guys that you would see the uh, so quote unquote incels or whatever or the guy that 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 that, that has a uh, thing with Joker. Yes, exactly, exactly. When you see the beginning, you, it makes sense. It's like okay, cool. I think this Batman, out of all, made sense. Like uh, to the point where, like even uh, th- like you said, Shelley, hands down the best Gotham. Hands down, the closest Gotham would be Batman Begins, right? But, yeah. uh, with, with just the way it looked, it looked like it looked like a city that was like failing. Because yeah. I, I know it shot it in Chicago, from what I hear, yeah. and it looks like yo, know, it's just a city that just couldn't get out of its way and that was just dying. You know, I thought it was excellent, excellent. Yeah, I think that got them. I I think they got the model from um, if you watch the series Gotham. It's it, it's oh. it's similar. It's the similar. Gotham the map is similar. You know, because, um, you know, Gotham in comics is basically Staten Island. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? If you look at it, 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 it the, the, the the map is well it's well thought out. All the semblances to the, the New York staples, you know, Gotham Square Garden, you know, even even the the, um, the uh, Empire State Building is right there in the middle of, of, of Gotham City. You know, and people would think it's the Chrysler, but, you know, the Chrysler doesn't light up at the top. You know, that's, that's ours. That, that's New York. You know, Gotham is is, is New York City. Um, um, as far as like uh, the casting ca- or the casting wise, yeah, casting was amazing. Um, kudos to Matt Reeves, the director, and Peter Craig. You know, who who also did um like the town. Um, he did uh Bad Boys. He did uh what was the other one? Um, uh, uh Hunger Games. You know the the intro, like you said, uh, shells. The intro is is it, it definitely sold you on the. It kept you. It kept you. It kept you there. You know, and without that intro, I think we would have all had the same review. Like, oh god, they, <laughs> they, they butchered. They butchered Batman again. Come on, how could the world's greatest, you know, detective, you know, or you know, like I, I like to say, the greatest hero in comic book overall man like everybody has superpowers and everything the man is a human and he and 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 he he has ingrained in him like he has that thing where as human beings like the will to survive is 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 dominant like that is our that is the characteristic that we all share the will to survive you know and he persists and he continues to persist no matter the, the the obstacle in his way man batman is by far yeah, if you can't say the greatest of all time, you know he's up there. He he's definitely up there. So much right, so of what so much of what Batman is as a character is dependent on the people who he's around. Mm-hmm. So people like Iron Man or Superman, they're so powerful, they're so self-sufficient alone that mm-hmm. you can almost put them anywhere. And as long as Iron Man's still rich and he still has that suit, he's still pretty much the same character. Yeah. As long as Superman is still powered by the sun, he's still pretty much the same character. 
Batman is so dependent on some on everyone who is around him. He can be a great father figure if you put him with, with, with the Robins. He can be a he can be someone who's got a bit of a uh, Stockholm syndrome with his relationship with 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 the Joker. He can be yeah. someone who is um, someone who's a technical mastermind because of his uh, relationship with uh, Lucas. You know, yeah. so much yeah. of what he is Lucius is dependent Fox. on the people yes. around him. And in this movie, this guy is, he has a bit of a frayed relationship with Alfred. So mm -hmm. he's not necessarily fully healed yet. He's still super young. I think he's in his mid-20s. Yeah. I think he's like 27. So yeah, he year has two? a yeah, frayed yeah. relationship yeah. With, um, with Alfred. You can see how he's yearning for some kind of connection and closeness with someone by his immediate uh, connection with Catwoman, played by Zoe Kravitz. Uh, their immediate on-screen chemistry. They're both yearning for something. Um, uh, yearning for something there and 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 even how he almost becomes possessed by the riddler is it goes back to some of his childhood trauma his his close relationship with uh Kanisha gordon in this movie signals to his need for some kind of a father figure or 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 another close relationship um he is really really tortured he is really really tortured in this movie and um mm. you can see that he's not necessarily pushing away affection he's just not really sure on how to get it and if, even when you work towards the end of the movie when he comes to the realization as to what he has to become for his city he jumps into that role he he isn't he isn't reluctant to it he he's it's almost what he was always looking for in a sense absolutely and um i mean all of you guys are like nailing uh so much um dice i know you didn't get to see the movie yet but he doesn't really care about anything being spoiled so okay. you know he got the he got what? the spoiler alerts he got the spoiler alert. Okay, oh, oh, can we spoil it? Can we spoil it? No, 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 don't don't spoil it, man. Like we we definitely could speak in in a manner that won't you know mess it nah, up. We destroying it. We see. We destroying it. Yeah, we destroying it. Last scene. When when we get there, we have to talk about that last scene. Yo, yo, I'm a purist, man. I want everybody to experience it the way we experienced it. Yeah, I know. I know. It's a special moment. We all know what we're getting into when we got here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right, man. <laughs> but, um, I figured this but, is like the one subject you know he could touch on cleanly. Um, mm -hmm. We were just talking about like the casting and you know uh, just trying to figure out you know well not figuring out but you know what was your take on who they got for the parts? Do you agree with the parts? Was there anyone that you had like reservations on? Like you know uh, obviously a lot of it was like Robert Patterson and things mm -hmm. like that, but. Um, uh, did you feel like they they casted everyone well, or? Oh, your mic is muted. I just realized that. <clears throat> I didn't see it. I didn't. I didn't no, 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 no. I... Oh no, no. I was just asking about the uh, the the casting aspect. Like, do you feel like they did a good job on picking their Batman, their Catwoman, their Penguins, their Riddlers, their Commissioner Gordons? I, honestly, I would have to see it. From based upon what I was saying, yeah. I mean, I kinda, I'm kind of looking forward to certain people, uh, especially the conversation. I want to see how they, how they, how they did that because that makes a huge difference in any movie. You know what I mean? If they can dress them up and have them look in a certain way where it's like it, 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 you know, it exceeds what you thought it would be. You know what I mean? And and the fact that it's pulling people out of what they actually look like, it's it's not always done that good with all movies. Sometimes they focus heavily on the main character. So to hear that that they went that detail. I mean, it goes to show that whoever sat there and shot this movie, they put their best in it, and the people that they sat there and uh, put, put the casting, 
as far as I see, they're great actors. So I don't see a problem with it being any type of uh, issue unless it's like, uh, like what I was saying about, um, what's his name, the Riddler? That would be the only thing I probably would get. Like, wait, what, I can't tell he's the Riddler? You always can kind of tell it's the Riddler, dude. Like, <laughs> green. <laughs> he's not yeah. noticeable. The question marks everywhere. Yeah. Uh, but as far as the main characters, I think that they picked really, really good actors. Like, people who dive into their roles. Not just kind of like, um, be the like the face of a role, but they can be a cast member and still make whatever position that they play in, in a movie fantastic. So, I'm I'm looking forward to it. That's, no, they they, they definitely uh, did a great job. And again, guys, he doesn't really care if we spoil anything. He's still gonna go and watch okay. it and enjoy it the same way. So, um, yeah, I'm still going. Oh, Batman fan, dude. I'm, I don't give a hell what happens. I'm seeing that movie, man. Okay. <laughs> I'm seeing that movie. <laughs> Look, man. Yo, you gotta it, see it in IMAX, though, bro. It's fire in IMAX. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the RDX, the chairs throwing you. Throw yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> when you have to look around, when you hear sounds, like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jimmy, um, but can I, I ask I, a question? Yeah, what's up? I want to ask a, a casting question, um, and it's uh, you know, it's to the obviously it's to the panel, but um, I wanted to ask everybody who their favorite character. Was in this mm. movie. since we're you, talking you put, about casting? Um, wow, you put me on the spot here. You you want to know what? Um, wow, wow, why you had to do that? Um, to be hey, baby, honest, this is what we're here for, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, to be honest, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Um, obviously, it's too easy just to say Batman. I am a heavy Batman fan. Um, but I must say the commissioner Gordon aspect, yes. um, it, it, I loved how they picked up on like their, their real relationship. Obviously this is, you know, uh, the movie is based in his year two and they really nail, and they really nail, um, you know, their relationship at the beginning, you know, before he was commissioner and he can just. Have yeah. you know Bat- Batman is here? You can't say nothing. You know he had yeah. to really put himself out there for Batman. You get what I'm saying? Like really take the heat yeah. and be like, "Hey, hey, man, he's here with me." Yeah. And you know, and he took a lot of flack for that. Um, you know, and I think, and I think just to see Commissioner Gordon in that youth and sort of like scheme with Batman on certain things, and you know, basically always putting his job on the line. So for me, um, I think Commissioner Gordon. Really did it for me. The penguin is close, um, yeah, and I guess yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll we'll talk about because there were certain scenes where I was like, "Yeah, they." Um, and to go back to what you were saying, ammo, I completely forgot who they casted as the penguin. I knew yeah. who they casted for the penguin, but when I started watching the movie, I completely forgot about him. I'm just like, "Who is this guy?" And I said, yeah, "I'm watching later. the penguin." You're watching the penguin. Oh. They again, the makeup work was crazy, but I have to say, between the characters. I mean, Penguin has given Jim Gordon a little run for his money, too. Um, but those two, I feel, if anything, because to see, again, um, and, you know, we speak about the Riddler, and we talk about, you know, how iconic he was, obviously, uh, because he was already in a uh, cinematic uh, universe. Anyway, uh, we can't forget about the Penguin and Catwoman, obviously. <laughs> with, with, with so. And, you know, um, my first time seeing the Penguin, I remember my mom took me to the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's crazy as a, like, I must have been like eight, 
or seven. And, you know, you're not supposed to remember anything from, from that age. Well, you are, but, you know, my mom took me to see that movie specifically. And I always tell her, like, yo, thank you. Whenever a Batman movie comes out, I always call her after the fact just to speak to her. Because, you know, yeah, taking yeah. me to see that movie, I don't know what made her do it because she's not into that stuff. But, you know, I just remember seeing Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, yes. I, I, I'm not going to butcher the penguin's name. I know who he is. Danny DeVito? Danny thank DeVito. You, sir. Thank you. I don't know why that was leaving me. But, you know, Danny DeVito I always felt was perfect for this role because he's short. It was easy yep. to make him like a little chubby. You know, um, they, they gave him the flippers for the hands. They, they did everything yep. so perfect. So I was really... I wanted to see what the new penguin looked like in today's age, and they really did a good job. And his and he played the role very well. Um, damn, I'm I'm a little conflicted. So who is it? Who is it? You gotta pick one, brother. Um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the penguin for someone else. I'm gonna go with Commissioner Gordon because because he, he did a good job. I love I love that they showed you know their their actual chemistry. They you understand why later on the Batman grows to love him. As yeah. family, you, you get what I'm saying. I think they really elaborated. It's not just like, "Hey, he lets me be Batman." It's like, "Hey, I got your back. I'm willing to put my career on the line, you know, for mm -hmm. you. I'm willing to take a bullet for you." So, uh, you know, that was sort of uh, Commissioner Gordon. Mm. What about so you, Shelley? What do you think? So, so much of their, um, so much of their on-screen relationship uh, with Commissioner Gordon and Batman is. It's very obvious that they have hope in each other or they have faith with each other, but they're not necessarily fully intertwined as they will be later on. Mm -hmm. um, it's still the very early stages of relationship and they're they're very much um, almost pleasantly surprised with what the other person is is, is turning into. Um, there are, there, those are some great casting choices. Um, the guy who played uh, Marconi, yeah, he was great. He John was Tutoro, great. Yeah. Um, but if I was to choose a favorite, it's not to be basic, but I, I, I really, really did enjoy uh, Robert Pattinson. Um, especially because he, um, well, again, it, it for 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 again for us to to know of all the Batman's that have ever existed for him to come in and then fully implant himself with his own identity is a truly impressive job a uh, truly impressive job, um, but also he he uh, they they've taken attack on like one of you guys said earlier of getting these super super talented actors to play honestly children's characters to to play these uh, these yeah. superhero characters. Um, he he did a great job. He, even if you go back to uh, the young man who plays Spider Man now, um, Tom Holland, they yeah. they they go and they get these super super classically trained actors to play these again uh, children's characters, and and they they bring so much to the role. It's 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 put in in, in conjunction with the fantastic writing, the great directing. And that acting performance uh, comes through by showing the layer and the depth. That scene where it is it is the longest time we get to see him out of the bat suit and away from being Batman, but still very much doing Batman work when he shows up to the uh, funeral of the uh, politician. And he's in that hall, he's being recognized, and he's not doing billionaire playboy Bruce Wayne. 
Yeah. He's, he's very, very almost sheepish. He, he, he shies away from the attention. People recognize him and he doesn't necessarily lean into it. He's very much um, trepidatious on even being touched or, or being praised. Um, it's not a role that he's comfortable with. And if you go from there to then where that scene ends before he dons the Batman suit with him le leaping into saving that young boy from that car that comes ramming in there, he leaps into action immediately. And the ability to pull off both those things and make both of those things believable for Vern to be both sheepish and, and shy away from the, uh, uh, the, the attention that he's getting as Bruce Wayne. But then as soon as danger enters the scene for him to jump into the immediate role of uh, saving that young boy is a very hard range to pull off. And he did both of those fantastically. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's a, you know, Speaking of that, you know, that little boy was very important in that movie. And I know you guys saw that from, mm -hmm. you know, um, you know what? You know, we might as well get right into it, breaking down the movie right here. So um, this Wait, we didn't get to Abo's favorite character yet. Oh, yeah. Listen, you ain't got to ask me, man. You know, what, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, no, I saw my future wife. You know, she did her thing. You know what I'm saying? She was great. <laughs> Zoe. You know <laughs> Zoe Kravitz, if you out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I thought that was my future you, wife. You, what you, the hell? You know, I'm shooting my shot now. <laughs> <laughs> She's great. Right. Now, listen. She'd be listen. lucky to have you. Listen, it's year two, right? So um, a, lot of, a lot of the characters we meet in year two, um are they're still new remember batman batman is still he's still learning he's still learning how to be a crime fighter um selena kyle is is pretty much young too um this is before uh, um what i'm starting to realize with the dc movies because i watched the series as, as well uh, um and i i'm like I, I was into the comics before the problem is is that they're starting to mesh you know um the origins and um uh, new earth 52 uh, of earth 52 which 52. is yeah after after um all of the earths are wiped out there's only one earth left and all of the heroes origin stories all change so even selena kyle's story changes and you know the plot twists in the movie i'm not throwing that in the way you know um does coincide with the the, the selena kyle in this movie but it's actually a different character who's the dad. Um, a different mob boss who's the dad. Um, but as far as the the costume, yes, that's you know that you can tell. Like she's she she hasn't gotten she's not into um, her character yet. She's still a a, um, a, 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 a small a, a small time robber. She's not um, she's not developed. You, you know, like we're so used to seeing because um, Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman, that was a great origin story. You know, that was a it, it was a great origin story. We saw the, the recluse, you know, woman that, you know, was traumatized and somehow survived the tragic fall. And boom, you know, the nine lives theory you know, came into effect. We didn't get to really see that with um, uh, Selena Kyle and this um, with Zoe in this one. But we did see, you know, the young girl who's, you know, figuring out, okay, what do I want to do with life? Am I really a crook? Oh, no, but I'm working, I'm working in this, you know, environment that's full of criminals and people doing, you know, all, all, all these things underneath Gotham's nose. Um, but yeah, definitely, um, 
Catwoman was uh, my my favorite character in this movie for sure. Um, she she very much plays the catalyst a lot of times for Batman. She she mm -hmm. she is the one who is constant. Like she's not necessarily focused on him. She's focused on a her friend, and she's yep. focused on b some kind of vengeance against her father. Yes. Uh, He's the one who's always pushing Batman. Uh, uh, Batman goes, oh, we should lay back. And then she goes, no, we got to go now. We, we love yeah, yeah, yeah. ramping. Yep. They're, they're providing a balance for each other um, there in that movie. And she's the one who's operating with a sense of urgency uh, mm -hmm. while Batman is more than okay lurking in the background or, and being more patient with, with, with some of these things. Um, uh, Q, did, did you say who was your favorite casting choice? Oh, yeah. no, I didn't. And don't get me wrong. I think everybody answered fantastically. I'm like, I agree with Amo. I think um, since I think Michelle Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer is like the best Catwoman of all time. Mm -hmm. But with this Zoe Kravitz, I think if she if they do with her, if they do what I think they're going to do with her mm -hmm. the next couple uh, of stories, she's going to be hands down the best because her character is fantastic. She. She wasn't just some little 90-pound chick knocking around 300-pound guys. She gave, she got just as good as she gave. You know, yep. she was getting wrecked. You know, it was like, it was like realistic. You know, mm -hmm. I thought Jim Gordon, uh, him and uh, Batman was great. I thought, I mean, again, I think Penguin stole it a little bit. But if I had to choose one character, uh, and it's not necessarily a character, but to me, it was like a character within itself. But the whole Gotham City was my favorite character because you finally <laughs> got to feel like you were in Gotham City. There were parts in the movie where I just forgot that I was I was in the movie theater because I'm like, yo, I'm in this world. I feel like, yo, this, this shit feels hopeless, you know? And yeah. this dude, he's like, I'm here two years and you see him, he's busting his ass. He's like taking notes. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, what do you call it? Because like every day bleeds into the next day. As a guy that's been a night owl for years, I understand mm -hmm. that. Like, after a while, like, you don't know what day it is. You're like, oh, man, what day is it? It's like, you know, because you, you're just up all night, you know? And yeah. there's something about him. And I guess I would say the music also, even oh, though that doesn't count. But, like, yeah, the music was a character in itself. Bro, listen, Giacchino is, is the, he's the best for a reason, right? He's, mm -hmm. he's the best for a reason. Because those themes, it's just like, it just like made you feel like it was ratcheting it up, ratcheting it up. It was so good. Everything about that, like the the feel of that place, I was like, that's like the, my ultimate favorite character. Okay. You guys keep putting on a key on a key uh thing that's very important, right? Because I, I heard uh you mentioned it with Catwoman, mm -hmm. right? And the, the the comparison between obviously Michelle Pfeiffer, right, and Zoe Kravitz. Mm -hmm. Um Obviously, the first one it it's a little different because there's a supernatural origin because technically she died, and all yes. those cats, you know, and all those cats doing whatever they were doing to her gave I her. I forgot that. <laughs> yeah, they, she yeah, actually died. Power, and, bro. Yeah, and yeah. she actually got cat power, just like Halle Berry. They they actually the pussy got pussy power, bro. Yeah, <laughs> he's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but but she actually got powers and abilities that enabled her to do. One thing that was sort of missing mm -hmm. for Zoe was that origin story because obviously we see her, right? But yep. where did you learn how to fight like that? Where did you, you know what I'm saying? They, they didn't really, I mean, obviously it's 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 not meant to be an order, but they kind of gave everyone sort of like a, hey, 
this is why I am the way that I am, and this is why, you know. So yeah. I hope in the future movies they kind of sort of dive into her a little bit more, like uh, you know, like where the hell did you learn that? Because your mom, you know, she worked at this club. Well, you know, I just in, in a place as tough as, as Gotham City, a, you mm -hmm. can always just lean back on her acrobatics being on some kind of gymnast. Mm -hmm. But the fighting, you know, uh, mm -hmm. if she didn't have any connect, because like she was super, super proficient and so skilled that that's not yeah. something you learn on the streets. Yeah, she yeah, yeah. Was like, a lot rougher around the edges in her fighting style. She is super technical, really, really um, uh, flexible, really, really um, uh, technical with, with how with how she she fights in that movie. So, so that does deserve some kind of explanation. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You saw the plot Batman armor for Batman. Batman isn't necessarily that technical. They go through Batman begins, a big part of Batman begins is showing yeah. how Christian Bale gets to be that proficient of a yeah. fighter. Yeah. Robert Pattinson is not a proficient fighter in this movie. He's not nope. a technical fighter. He just yeah. hits hard. He takes a lot of bullets. Yeah. <laughs> he just yeah. punches. That is all. Yeah. There's, a, there's a scene in that movie towards the end where he's just swinging a rifle, just hitting people in the yeah. head. He's yeah. not a proficient fighter at all. <laughs> not, the, not, the, not the way that she is. And No, not at all. But you notice the plot armor, right? Because obviously the scene, yeah. you know, everyone saw the scene where Catwoman is fighting Batman and she can't even land a finger on him. But for some right. reason, yeah. she's like smoking everybody else. But I'm like, she can't even, he's dodging everything effortlessly too. You know, so, but you know, we, well, we already here. Like, it's like, one on one. It's all, it's one on one. Like Batman nah, is like five armor, dudes, ten dudes. No, you're right. No, you're right. There is a <laughs> bit of plot armor, but also they, they set it up so that it wasn't too plot armory. Is that can I say that? Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, we they, they, I, I don't think that either one of them entered that first fight with the intention to hurt or I guess kill the other. Yeah. So yeah. they were right. both able to take it off a little bit. Um that uh uh are we gonna move to the beginning of the movie now, uh Jimmy? Because uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah listen. When it when it comes to like that that beginning of that movie, like like I said before, everyone's coming in. We've all seen a handful, if not close to a dozen, Batman movies, mm -hmm. and yes, you you do get introduced to Batman. But like you said, you're also in those first few scenes introduced to probably one of the best characters in that movie, Gotham City. You're, it's not just one scene. It's not just one person. You are hopping around on like three or four different yep. groups of people. The gang on the train. The you guy who's breaking. Yep. The, yeah. the guy who's spray painting there's there's mm -hmm. a bunch of uh, a crime going on there's robberies and you're hopping around to all of them seeing the state of gotham city and it's dark and it's gritty and and it's not that batman shows up everywhere it's it's not that 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 symbol shining in the sky is meant for him to come get you who's just spray painting or or, or doing yeah. some petty theft inside a inside a um inside there's a grocery a, store yeah, right on the corner yeah Right, it's it's not for that. the The fantastic line in that um in that beginning of that, while he is doing the voiceover work, by the way, is fantastic. We've never seen that done before by Batman, but it really yes, sets me. Yes, yes. The voiceover yeah. work is super fantastic, and what happens is, uh, the line you guys can help me if you remember this better than I do. But he goes, um, if if everyone fears me, um, if everyone is scared that I'm lurking in the shadows. Then I'm no longer Batman. I am actually the shadows. I'm I'm every shadow that you see. And he's yeah. not there. Yeah. He, he he doesn't show up for the guy who's robbing the place. He's not showing up for the guy. Uh, he's not. He didn't show up for the guy who's robbing the store. He didn't show up for for the guy who was spray painting. He didn't show up for for the other guy who I think was robbing someone. 
Mm-hmm. But you see, but they're all scared. They're they're all. He's not there. They don't know he's there. They do the same shot with every dark alley or or every dark hallway where they're scared of that. And he doesn't show up. <laughs> he doesn't. He yeah, doesn't yeah, show yeah. up in one group. And he shows up for the group of gang members who who are trying who are trying to rob that man when he got off the train. <laughs> and yeah. that is a phenomenal beginning, just showing at how he is omnipresent, where he doesn't necessarily yeah. have to be there for him to be there. And yeah. uh, it opens up with that scene, with with that, with his fantastic theme song. That is a great, yes, yeah, song, that, that, that is that, a great theme song. Giacchino, man. Right, and and they, the best. They didn't use that even. They didn't use it in his action sets. They used it as almost an entrance. It, it is accompanying Batman yep. when he enters the scene. So that yeah. first time you see him, it, that's the first time you hear that theme. He's walking out of the shadows. Yeah. They do a great job with the heavy steps that he's doing as he's walking outside of the shadows, and and he 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 appears, and we've all seen the scene. It's the scene from the uh, trailer, but the trailer, it yep. has, it's given so much of a better impact and such a much heftier weight to it because of the setting work that they did. It goes off like three or four minutes where they're yes, just setting yes. up his actually his actual first appearance. Mm-hmm. And despite all of us seeing that scene where he punches that guy and he says, I'm vengeance, we've all seen that. But the four minutes that they put before that just put it in a whole different light. It's a it's a fantastic beginning to a Batman movie, arguably the best beginning to the bat to a Batman movie we've ever seen. Hundred percent the best beginning. The, the next would be uh what do you call it? the the opening to to uh, what do you call it? The Dark Knight with the Joker, with all the Jokers. Uh, what do you call it? Like that's excellent. Oh, yeah, like you think, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, like the way they ratchet, he they, that music ratchets up the anxiety and like the like the build up. Like you could feel like, yo, this it's about to go down. This place is dangerous. Anything could happen. It's like the tension is fantastic. I loved it. Absolutely, hands down, the best. And, and like I said before, immediately sets him apart from every other Batman that existed. And that sometimes yep. that takes an hour or two to do in some of these movies, right? Yeah. It takes it takes an hour or two to do. And they did it within four or five minutes of this movie starting. They immediately set, set him aside, set, set him apart from every other Batman. That that voiceover work is is it, it's it's all these things coming together. It's the character, it's the voiceover, it's the music, it's the entrance, it's the setting, and all of it comes together to crescendo into him coming out of the shadows. And again, super well done. I can't say enough about it. No, yeah, no, I, yeah. The beginning of that movie, like you said, it already told me, like, listen, this is this is not Ben Affleck's Batman. This is not <laughs> Christian Bale's. This is not Michael nope. Keaton. This nope. is not Val Kilmer. This is this is this is complete a different energy, a different vibe. And like you said, I think that voiceover, especially where you're going through Gotham City and he's like talking you through things. And he's like, you know, I walk among them, but I'm watching, you know, and you see him in his normal get up with a hoodie, just walking around and really just on the ground. Obviously, later in his career, he's on rooftops watching you. But, you know, he's really on the ground, really learning and lurking and actually watching different crimes and i almost feel like he was trying to choose which one is most important to sort of uh target because he's like there's so like you said he said he can't be everywhere however when that signal goes into the sky it's it's not just a calling it's 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 to strike fair like you know it's a warning you know you out here doing you know so like you said you saw the guy that was spray painting terrified you know, he looks at the, the can goes into a dark building. He's just like, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not I'm not going to go in there to get the get that can. You, you get what I'm saying? So, yeah, um, 
the beginning of that movie, the voiceover. I, I just love that he was walking us through his experience as he was doing it. Um, I thought that was very important. Again, uh, it is, it's not an origin story, but I felt like, I felt like we were the journal and he was the pen writing in that book, sort of writing, right. you know, so um, fantastic intro. Um, definitely excited. Of course, it was raining. It's always raining in Gotham. Yes, yeah, raining. Yeah, always raining in Gotham. God damn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the, umbra always. the umbrella business is crazy. One thing about that beginning where it was crazy is like, it kind of like, like Shelly said, it kind of like broke down who he was. Like it showed that like, okay, this is a dude that, again, just started out. He's still a rookie. He had the the, the ugly combat boots, you know, all the yep. all the makeshift things, like, and it's like fantastic because you're like, yeah, this is what a real life superhero would be like. It would be, it would be clunky. He'd be getting hit, you know. It's like, you know, the danger feels like it's real, but if you slip up, he will sleep you. That man was ready. He ran the fade on all of those dudes, man, and he had no problems doing it, you know. And I thought what was great about that whole ending sequence is the guy who he saved was scared of him, you know. And so again, it shows that not a lot of people know him. There's a bit of a distrust with this, this uh, what do you call it, vengeance guy or whatever. Yeah. I thought, yes, yes, yeah. yes. You know, like it was it was fantastic because now you're like, oh, Batman. You know he's not Batman yet. You know he's still growing in, and he it, it, again he he wasn't even aware until again we'll go when we get to the end. I'll expound a little bit more, but like he wasn't even like a, uh, aware of like what's what's happening. He's just think he's just driven. Like okay, I just finished training. This is my second year. I gotta keep going, keep going because I'm I've got I gotta clean it up, clean it up. But he's realizing. But again, you can't be everywhere. Also, crime is ratcheting up. Now that you're here, so like it, it didn't make any like for him right now. He's like, okay, what am I doing wrong? Blah blah blah. He doesn't know that yet. He's still, you know, he's still wet behind the ears. He hasn't mm -hmm. been there. One thing he can do, he can fight. He can fight, and he's not. He, he's he's willing to run the ones. And I think Robert Pattinson uh, encompassed that perfectly. Right? He was emo. He was brooding. But also, this is a dude that suffered trauma and hasn't really what it got work that. Because remember, we know Batman. It's, uh, he's a little crazy, right? Like his his motives are never killing or whatever, but saving the saving the bad guys who killed like fifty three million people before. You know, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. But you know, like that's his code. You know, and it's a good. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's 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 an honorable code, not a code always rooted in reality. Because how many people would you have saved if you would have killed Joker all these millions of years ago, right? Yeah. But again, he's just learning, and this is why I loved about it. Yeah, man. Um, you know, uh, we're in the beginning of the movie. I'm thinking of some of like the the best beginning scenes. Another thing where you really showed like, hey, this is really year two is um, and which was like actually uh, one of my favorite scenes at the very beginning of the movie outside of the intro. It was really when he shows up to the crime scene. For the first time, right when we, when we yeah. first see him showing up to a crime scene, um, and you know he's here to, you know, obviously meet meet. Uh, I was gonna say Commissioner Gordon. He's not that yet, uh, but he's to meet Detective Gordon, <laughs> you know, to meet Detective Gordon, and he basically is like walking through a house, 
with full of cops, cops everywhere. And they're just looking at him in pure disgust. You know, they're he's fully alienated. They do not like him. They, you know, he's walking by. One of the cops called him a freak. And, you know, and, and, and when he did call him a freak, you know, the camera was angled to, you know, Batman's back as he was walking in. I, I'm telling you, I thought that he was going to stop walking and come back around to, like, yoke him up to say, yo, what did you say? But he's completely ignoring all of it. But it was like, like, listen, this is not the Batman that everyone is kissing his butt. This is like, who the hell is this guy? He is a vigilante. We don't want him here. Why the hell you keep? And again, that goes back to Gordon, you know, taking that heat for him. Um, but, you know, just that scene there, him showing up, um, them really showing his detective attributes. You yep. know, a lot of the other Batman movies, it's not that he's not a great detective in, at that point, but he's done a lot of things to make that part of his job easy. There's so much technology where he's like, you know, he doesn't even need to figure anything. Let me grab the right. bullets, the ballistics, let right. me put it in a machine. It scans everything. I can scan the fingerprint. This here, he's like looking at the blood splatter on the floor. He's walking around. You know, um, you have the, uh, the 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 professionals there. You know, trying to tell Gordon, you know, what's you know what's happening with the body, and he notices something completely different from anyone else. It's like, hey, he was alive when that finger was taken, you know, and things yeah. like that. So it just really showed one. We need to understand, you know, it, it just showed like the beginning, like he he was grinding. He he wasn't as polished, but you know, the detective skills there, um, again, which is skated over in almost every other Batman movie. Um, they really nailed that there. And then what made that scene even more powerful, because um, obviously the Riddler had uh, killed the mayor, right? Mm -hmm. and, the mayor, and the mayor had a family, uh, which a son and a wife, and the son came home to find his father dead. You know, and when Ooh. they told Batman that, and he went, and he specifically, like right after that, he heard what? The kid came in on this. He went specifically to that kid's bedroom and stood outside of it and just looked at the kid because he felt no one is going to understand that pain more than Batman yep. in that in that in, in that entire house. And, you know, I Batman felt for him and it was almost like there was that connection right then and there. Like, listen, anything you need, anything I'm here for. You, you understand without saying anything. But he was just like, damn, I remember going through it. You know, that's that's, that, that's such a great point. Uh, you understand know, that, was, that that it's that he's just in a black suit that's covering over half of his face and just the yeah. pointy ears. The fact that he he hears those words and now he has to walk past this kid and then convey all with just looks and how he's standing and how his shoulders are turned. He with no words at all has to convey some level of empathy and sympathy for this little kid. He has to make a connection with that kid without using any words. And yeah. it's done with the camera work. It's done with the with the panning in on Robert Pattinson's face, with the looking of the sorrow in the kid's eyes. Mm -hmm. And that is something that is very hard to do. And it's conveyed easily. It's it's done oh. so fantastically well that yeah. that that the, everyone knows what's happening there. We all know what happened to his parents, but for yeah. him to be able to get that, honestly, I don't think another Batman could have done that good of a job with that. It, yeah. it, it, yeah. It's also part in what the suit allows. The, the the suit, because so much of it is around his eyes, so much of it is um, not the suit, 
he puts eye block basically from the eyebrows down to the cheekbones. There's eye block all there. So it gives mm -hmm. a lot more space in his costume for him to be able to emote with his eyes. Something that um, Christian Bale's Batman and even Val Kilmer's Batman can't do because that it comes in almost exactly on what the eyes. So he yeah. uses a lot of his face to be able to express um, greater emotion and he uses it to great effect in that scene like, like, like Jimmy was saying. Mm. Yeah, man. It was just, I was just looking at that like and, and you and and the other thing too about it is you notice the boy obviously seeing something like that in your house, it's not like he's a cop. Yeah, he wasn't terrified of him at all. It was almost no. like there was that connection where he was like, Yo, I think he understands me. Like there's mm -hmm. something about Batman right now that I'm not scared of him. It's like, you know, so it was that connection there. And I was like, Oh man. Um, it reminded me of uh, the Christian Bell's Batman in the first one where he had to um, go into the slums to, to to go and investigate something. I think it was Scarecrow at the time. And remember, he was, you know, coming down yeah. the building and that boy, yeah. you know, his parents was like, you know, I get, I think his dad was abusing his mom or something, whatever. It wasn't, it was a, a, a toxic environment. And mm -hmm. he found that boy in the fire escape and Batman obviously heard everything that was going on and he felt so bad for the kid that, you know, he gave him one of his gadgets. He was like, hey, take this thing and, yeah. you know, you know, just to make the kid feel, you know, really good about himself. So, um, again, man, that, it, I think that was a beautiful scene. That tied into what uh, Shells was talking about earlier where they went to that funeral home and he was not playing with that boy. That boy was going to live. If he, that, That's who he targeted. The car yep. was coming. Yep. He didn't care about nobody else. He was like, listen, yep. you've yep. been through enough. Yep. You're coming with, I'm saving you specifically. Someone else gets hit, all right. Yeah. It is what it is. So yeah. you know Good there's point. that connection. And you know he's going to, and, and, and you know, I try to look in the future with this stuff, but you know he's going to look after that kid forever. Yeah. You know, he's going to oh, come to Jimmy, him as Bruce Wayne and do that bullshit yeah. that he does, you Jim, know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jim, Jim, Jimmy, I'm calling it. That's Robin. That's yeah. Right there, baby. Or that or that or that or that or that other kid uh from the beginning that had the half painted face that, that yeah. didn't want to like oh, fight. One yeah. of those two. One of those two is gonna be the next Robin. Well, okay. that, kid, that, that kid with his face half painted, he plays uh, a Robin in uh DC's Titans. Yes, yeah, Tim Drake. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim Drake, oh, cool. Drake yeah. which I believe is the second or the third Robin. That's uh, he's the third yeah. Robin. He's after uh, third Damien. Robin. I said after Damien. Yeah, yeah. He's after um, what's his face? No, Damien is the last. Uh, Damien is the last one because that's yeah, he's the last Robin. Yeah, yeah. It goes. It, it goes Dick Grayson. Uh, Dick Grayson. And then the yeah, one that's Richard Todd. Richard Todd. Yeah. Richard Todd. Yeah. And then Jason. Jason Todd. Yeah. Jason Todd. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, even um, with uh, with what we're talking about here with, with, with Robert Pattinson and, 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 and Batman that beginning scene that Jimmy was talking about with um, him walking into that room they, they, they do a lot of work there uh, showing you what he is all about because there are versions of Batman when he's meeting with Gordon where he waits for everyone to leave and then he shows up that's yeah. something that what that what that version of Batman does is he's very much in the shadows. He's not really looking to be seen by people. He's not really looking to get any kind of um, uh, recognition because so much of those versions of Batman, those are more the flip side of that is that version of Batman that lurks in the shadows who only talks to Commissioner Gordon 
also coincides with a version of Bruce Wayne who's very outside and very public. This Batman has a version of uh, Bruce Wayne that is very secluded, not in the Playboy, not in the Playboy um, lifestyle. But on the flip side of that, you have a Batman who is okay showing up in that city hall at, at that funeral with the guy with with the bomber on his head, showing up at that apartment after the murder, walking through twenty cops, letting them see him up close and personal like that. I, I wonder. I wonder if. The reason for that is um, because remember when we 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 had this discussion before, like the 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 Batman timeline, right? If this is Batman Year Two, right, and no one really knows him, and they consider him the vigilante, and thing. I'm trying to remember. Um, he had a, didn't they had a falling out? They did have a falling out. Um, um, was it when Commissioner's daughters be, became Batwoman? I'm trying to make, they had a falling out where he ended up becoming the, the shadow. He had to, he couldn't be around cops anymore. I'm trying to remember it's either, it's either at that point or when, um, uh, 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 his partner, um, the bull, what's what's his name? Um, Bullet. 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 yeah. When, when bullet was killed, yeah. isn't that after I'm trying to, cause I'm, I want to put, I want to be, I want to be accurate. You know what I'm saying? Wait, what and, source are you using? Are you using it's, it's the comics? It's it's the it's the okay. old comics because you gotta remember you gotta remember um the, 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 the we have multiple versions of Batman and yeah. when they when they when they brought them all together there's a lot of like we still have a lot of uh, strings that's attached to that Batman but the the, the version of the Batman we're getting is an earlier Batman this is still this like we said this is still a young rookie Batman this Batman is is, is taking shots to the face. To the to to uh, to the chest, and you know he's still getting beat up. You know he doesn't have the weapons uh, experience. He doesn't have the um, the the actual uh, the League of Assassins training. He hasn't done he hasn't done none of that. He hasn't met like you know like the the the, the real villains that that really test him and push him to his limit. Um, but the um the, the the Batman that we see in the Batman series as we were when we were kids those are those are pretty much polished and finished Batmans you know when he's meeting Jim Gordon on the roof and he just appears out of the shadow hey Jim like you know and and then all of a sudden while he's talking he just disappears and he's like I hate it when you do that because that was always that was always Commissioner, Commissioner Gordon he hated that he was like where the hell did you come from and then he's talking, and then he just disappears. He's like, "Where the hell did he go? Like, how's he able to do that?" You know. So those are all those, that, that version of Batman is polished already. You know. So yeah. Did those, he, did he do that to anybody? Did Did he disappear on someone when they were talking? I feel yeah, like he, he, does, he, he did it once. He did it once to Jim Gordon. He did it once to Jim Gordon because I'm like, I could have sworn he did it. He hit him with the moves on the roof. Yeah. yeah, towards the towards the end of the movie, he did, and Jim Gordon was like, "Where'd he go?" And I'm like, "Oh, here we go. He's starting yeah, to get yeah. it. He's starting yeah, to get yeah. it again. He's again. He's still young. He's still a little naive. You know, yeah. he hasn't fi he hasn't figured because they were like what we were talking about the other night. There was like there were like three three Batman, right? Or three 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 personalities of Batman, right? The yes. Batman, uh, what do you call it? Bruce Wayne, the Playboy billionaire. Who yeah. uses Wayne Industries to, you know, to to finance, you know, like get things done, um, get power, you know, uh, mm -hmm. use 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 his political power, you know, get yeah. get into get things happening. Uh, what do you call it? Um, there's the Bruce Wayne uh, with Alfred, right? Uh, I mean, or Batman with Alfred, right? That relationship, because mm -hmm. that's like a, a version all in itself, right? Or Batman with like people, 
people like Alfred, right? The, the, that that per, that side, and then there's Batman, which is his true self, or, or so, like so to speak. That's he's not Bruce Wayne. He what do you call it? What do you call it? He he his secret identity is is Bruce Wayne because he's really Batman. Yeah, no, absolutely, <laughs> and that's something that the Riddler, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, I guess we'll get into that more towards the end of the movie, but uh, that's something that he really gets into. Um, another powerful scene for me at the beginning, um, I wouldn't is it, it plays to uh, what Q was kind of saying, right, about Gotham City, because this is more scenery uh, based here, yeah. but when they actually showed him going to his Batcave, to me, that was. Yeah, extremely different. I'm thinking Hell this yeah. guy's gonna yeah. have to take a drive through the countryside to get to his mansion. He got there relatively quick, going down staircases in like abandoned train stations. Abandoned train stations, yep. And yep. then he already has a wall that like comes up and just real classic new shit. At least yeah. you know, uh, uh, obviously Christian Bell's Batman. You have to see him build that up his cave. Yeah. Like this seems to be already you know somewhat. It's not super polished not yet but when you go in there and the brick wall lifts up i'm like oh man he's a, the bat cave you know so the bat cave is also something really important in these batman movies and batman. i was really curious to see what second year batman is you know how is he operating and when he gets there you you, you see it's underneath um i think it was like um what was what was the uh, Wayne Enterprise? I thought it was at the it wasn't the basement of Wayne Enterprise. Yeah, yeah, it looked like it looked like like a abandoned train station under Wayne Enterprises or something like that. So I feel it like was he's, Grand Central. It was basically it was Grand Central. Grand Central, yeah. yeah so I, I he stationed underneath the company or something like that, you know, which I thought was really cool. And obviously, um, and then it kind of brought me to like, okay, this is based in the future as well because look at the technology. He, he doesn't have like yes. baby computers yes. there. No. Um, yeah. But it shows, and here's the thing, this Batman at the beginning of the movie, um, he's not interested in Wayne Enterprises at all. He doesn't care. It's it's Alfred, um, which is similar to uh, um, Ben Affleck's Batman, where at, at a point where he was just like, I don't care to really be at these meetings or these things. I don't care. Um, he wasn't interested in it. He was just more focused. He's like, if I'm no use to these people as Batman, I don't give a damn about being Bruce Wayne, um, which ties into what you were saying about, uh, you know, that's his true identity as Batman. Um, but another thing that I was tying in, because it's the beginning of the movie, like, I was like, what type of technology does he have? What is he using? And, you know, I thought the coolest thing in the world to kind of, it was like, it looked like an old Batman movie, but it's like the technology was futuristic. You know, he had the contacts that he took out of his eyes yeah. that were actually cameras to mm -hmm, yep. sort of record everything he sees, but I'm like, okay, clearly the you know the era this movie is in contacts his cameras, and you know he's able to put it in the machine and play back everything that he did that night because as he said, sometimes he can't even remember, you know, yep. um, and you know just seeing him sitting there in his man cave, uh, uh, you know, doing some more brooding, writing in his journal about his adventures and you know what he did that night and. You know, and all of these things. So I, I felt like the Batcave scene at the beginning of the movie, the way they showed it, they showed he already had his vehicles. You you saw the vehicle, but it was wrapped up at the moment. Um, yeah. And he's obviously yeah. riding around in a motorcycle. 
um, most of the places he goes. So I thought that 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 was a really good part at the beginning of the movie that, for them to show and, that. And he, and, and he was and he was and he was he was getting dressed. He, like he had a backpack with him where he was getting he was getting dressed in the shadows and coming out of the shadows. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. You notice that he rolled the back everywhere. Movie, actually, yeah. You know, so he did that. He did that a few times throughout the movie. And I was like, wait, hold on. He didn't leave where he was like he normally. Oh, okay, yeah. So like that, they're, they're literally giving you hint like, oh yeah, he's still new. Like he's really learning. Like you know, okay, I got it. Yeah. It was actually really good. Like I very love Peter Parker of him, actually. Very Peter yeah. Parker of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He said very Peter Parker of him. <laughs> well, um, well, you know, it, it, it's also, you know, is that that's that's the Clark Kent, you know, like, hey, uh, let me run into the phone. Yes, yes. You know. Um, and what else? And th there's something I'm missing. Oh, the beginning of the movie. I think I, I think this considers as the beginning. Um, they tap in. I learned a lot at, at, at the beginning, which which uh, with Alfred, obviously, this is a different Alfred and Bruce Wayne relationship. It's different from yes. anything that I've ever seen, because like uh, I believe Q mentioned that earlier, uh, they're not it, like there's love there. But he's like immediately like one of the first things he says is like, hey, you know, you're not my dad. Right. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't, don't be talking to Alfred like that. Come on now. Yeah, you got to relax. You're talking crazy now for Alfred, man. Yeah, it's a different Batman. Like he's a like the other Batmans we've seen at that point. Even when uh, I think he, a, a little bit of Christian Bell did that a little bit um, mm -hmm. at some points, but he he didn't go that far. Like he 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 had a certain level of respect. Uh, not that this one didn't, but it was just sort of like like hey, all right, you know you are you were my guardian. Uh, there's 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 love there, but stay in your place. I do this my way. Yes. You yeah, know. Yeah. Um, so I was like, damn, you know, what's going on there? And then uh, this movie is completely different because, as Ammo mentioned, um, you know, Batman is not trained with the League of Assassins. He's trained with Alfred. Alfred is who yeah. taught him how to fight, uh, yeah. handle weapons, whatever it is that you see Batman doing in that movie in terms of combat, uh, the way he moves is completely Alfred, um, which is weird, though, because I'm like, where, where does he get the shadow thing from? You know, so... I don't know, but that and that was like one of the biggest mysteries for me. Did he train with the League of Assassins yet, or is it so, just Alfred? Or is so it... I, was, I started to do the deep dive, right? I started to do the deep dive to to, to figure that out too. And uh, one of the characters in Year Two um, is the Reaper, who is um, who is uh, uh, a Caspian. Uh, what's the damn name? Um, crap. Because uh, Leslie Thompson, right? So, so uh, Le Le Leslie Tompkins is the is uh, after Bruce Wayne's parents died in year two. This is the original. This is like 1980 after um after Frank Miller did year one. Right after it came out, uh, year two. But the Frank Miller didn't write that. It was um uh Barr, Mike Mikey Barr wrote that one, right? Mm -hmm. So in that one, you see. Um, Leslie Tompkins uh, uh, raised uh, Bruce. Uh, um, was it? Les oh, I, 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 ho I hope I'm not messing this up. It's because uh, Ra Rachel Caspian is a tra charity worker, and her father is um, is um, uh, is is also his. I forgot his name, but he's the Reaper, which is the main um, uh, uh, villain antagonist in Year Two, and the Reaper is the he is the vigilante in Gotham. He's going around. Killing, you know, uh, uh, crime bo uh, 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 bosses, and 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 he's 
He's taking care of the, the scum of Gotham. And Batman, who's still rookie, still young, he actually encounters this guy and they fight. And you can clearly see the difference in, in expertise. The Reaper been doing this much longer than him. You know what I'm saying? And they, they get into a fight and Batman soon realizes, yo, I can't I can't keep up with him and I gotta get away. So the in in the, the household he was raised in, he that's who he that's that's where he's getting his training from. That's where they're 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 all fighting, they're learning and stuff. This is before, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like I started to really deep dive and I really want to put the pieces back together because the stuff I remember as a kid and the stuff I'm seeing now, I'm like so which one is origin and which one is new? Like they're, yeah. they're, 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 they're doing a lot of me uh, uh, melding and meshing and that relationship with Alfred, like we're so used to seeing Alfred is the one that raised, uh, raised proof. That's what we're accustomed to from, from, um, from uh, Adam West's Batman to um, well, the, 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 even the Batman series we had on, on, on television, it was like, Oh yeah, this Alfred was always the caretaker and he's taking care of it. But what happened in that period be between, you know, when he was a young boy to when him and Alfred actually started to form the, 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 like the cemented their relationship, you know? So Alfred's always been his moral compass, right? Amo? At least well, he's, yeah, that, he's always been his moral compass. Well, that's what we, yeah, that's what we've, we, we've known. Cause when we seen the death of um, Alfred, that was one of the statements in, in, in the comic it was like, yo, he's that's the dude that's always been, cause he went off hinge. He definitely went off book after Alfred died. After Alfred died, he went off book. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, it was like, like, wait, hold on. Um, what happened? Why did the Batman change? Oh, guess what? There's no Alfred. Uh, ta-da. You know what I'm saying? The, so, the death I, of someone close to him has always been used as a catalyst to take Batman to the to the next level. It's what happens yeah. with uh, Tim Drake. Tim Drake? Yeah. No. Yes. No, uh, Richard Todd. Uh, Richard Todd. Jason Todd. Jason Todd. Jason Todd. Jason Todd. Jason Todd. Jason Todd. Yeah, yeah, I let you go the first time, but I was like, nah, he's ODing with it now. It's Jason, Jason, it's Jason, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, was he, you, was he, he was stabbed. He was stabbed by one of the Jokers, right? Joker. Nah, the Joker handled Joker, him. Uh, tortured him and killed him, I believe. Yeah, with a, with actual, a like, hold on, because I remember that Joker. comic book cover. It was the actual Joker or the gang of Jokers. No, I believe it was the actual no, Joker. I think it's the actual. That's the one in the, the fact. Beat him over the head with a. No, Joker beat him over the head with a uh, what do you call it? With a crowbar. With a pipe. Yeah. yeah, crowbar. Yeah, crowbar. Yeah, yeah with a crowbar. And then like the building crumbles. That's that iconic uh, magazine cover where where Batman has Robin's dead body out yeah. of a pile of rubble. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's carrying him. Death in the family. Excellent book, man. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, the, I, yeah. I need to figure out who trained this guy. Um, the movie, the, the the movie ends up being three hours long. And the the middle part of it is definitely filled with a lot more um, bouncing off of the relationship. Like, like the middle part of the movie is definitely the relationship part of the movie. It's 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 Batman and Zoe Kravitz. It's it's, mm -hmm. it's Batman and Catwoman. It's it's Batman and Commissioner Gordon. It's 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 Penguin and his club. It's it's, yeah. it's um, Catwoman and her father. It's it's all those things. It's Catwoman and her roommate. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the beginning Monica. of the movie is definitely carried by relationships bouncing off each other and all these people who at one time probably didn't know each other or didn't know much of anything about each other then um, uh, using that to uh, forward the plot of the movie and that's very easy that could very easily be the part of the movie where it slows down where it gets a little long in the tooth but before it ever gets long in the tooth any way shape or form 
they uh, switch it up enough by honestly focusing on different characters at different times. Okay. Going from Catwoman and her roommates to then going to uh, 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 Penguin and his club and Penguin with Marconi and then Marconi and 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 what he's doing with uh with, with the city and then Batman truly just um uh with, with, with little stop points there with Riddler with his murders and with his hints um mm-hmm. uh, a, a lot of that is is used as Batman going from person to person or Batman and even Commissioner Gordon going from person to person um uh, to carry the movie up to the last spot and that is where a great acting and B, uh, great writing, and C, great pacing, uh, play a book part in making a three-hour movie not actually feel like a three-hour movie. Three hours, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was that. Yeah, like I said, that was a great part. Good part on Matt Reeves and 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 the, and the writer. You know, they 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 did a great. They did a great job sequencing this. You know, it was a great job sequencing. You know, because like you said, we we the, our expectation. Like normally, when I go into a Batman movie, I have no expectation. Because if you have an expectation and if and it fails to meet it, then you're like, oh Christ, why did <laughs> you do this to me? Don't 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 mess up a character for me. It's like when you wait, it's there's certain movies that don't need sequels or prequels. Let the movie just be. And Batman is one of those stories that there, there's so many facets of Batman that we haven't touched and that need to be like discussed. Like you said, who trained him? You know, between when when he first started, who we, we we need the fillings like you know, like most of us know League of Assassins. We know um his 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 his, his initial fights with you know like um what's this guy um uh from the Teen Titans uh Slade. You know all the like we 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 know these encounters like so like fill us in like the, all those questions that need to be answered. There's still room to do that. You know, there's definitely still room to do that. Right, but that's right, what's, uh, what's great about this Batman. Oh, ahead, sorry, Sean. No, no, you go ahead, buddy. But that's what's great about this Batman because it's like, this is literally a, a soft reboot of of the Batman, of mm-hmm. the new Batman. So, the, like, the slate's clean. Uh, mm-hmm. It's time to, they're doing their own thing. I don't know how many movies they're going to get. Looks like they should get at least two more. At, at least two more. At least two more. Yeah. So they're going to fill all of those things out. You know, they're going to fill all those things out and really like, you know, I think they, I think it's going to be good. If, if, if with whatever Matt Reeves is doing, I, listen, I think it's going to be great because he started out like just the starting point uh, of, of what he's done now is like, oh, yeah, you know what? Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't the best Batman movie, but it was the best Batman movie about Gotham, so to speak, you know? <laughs> Oh, you know, so it's like, it's like it's like it was a great springboard. It was a great way to to kind of like soft reboot him in into the yeah. uh, the, the DCEU. That, that that's actually another great point there by Q. Uh, uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't get the, the chance to mention while mentioning how the middle of the of the of the movie is carried by characters. The character also to Q's point in the beginning of this podcast, Gotham City being a character in the middle of the movie is also mm-hmm. crucial. Whether it's the fantastic chase scene between Batman and the Penguin, um, oh uh, through the highway going against traffic, that oh huge explosion. When whenever you you put in a theme song and you link the theme song to a character, where you use that theme song in the middle of the, of, a, of a movie is very important. 
that car crash, that car chase happens. A uh, penguin car gets demolished in one of the best wrecks and rolling of a car I've ever seen. <laughs> There's a huge explosion as Batman busts the, the Batmobile through there, uh, makes the car spin. He doesn't even drive up the penguin. He parks like fucking 30 yards away, gets out of the car, and then as soon as he steps out of the car, the theme starts playing, which once again, his heavy footsteps in the background, um, uh, uh, almost accompanying the song as he walks up to the car, once again, almost allowed me to introduce myself, my name is Batman, to to the penguin there, in, in, in a sense. Um, Gotham City does a great job in the middle of the movie uh, with a bunch of that scene where he is knocked out uh, 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 that they're in City Hall the bomb goes off, he's out cold he's on that table at the police station with all the the officers they're trying to take off his mask and then he uh, wakes up, fights them off gets free by Commissioner Gordon and he runs to the top of that building and then skips up his bat swing his bat wing suit and jumps off that skyscraper, flies through Gotham, perilously so, and and gets totally demolished by a bridge. Oh my god. <laughs> that, yeah. that hurt. That Can I hurt. jump in on that one? Can I jump in on that one? Yeah. yeah. Let me jump in on that one. Uh, first off, first off, it was great that that scene excellent in how like they set it up. Where like you could see that he's not used to the batter, the you know the bat, uh, the bat, um, the not the bat, what's it called, the uh, the uh, grapple, the, the grapple yeah, the hook. Grapple hook. Yeah. Ah, yes. Right, you could tell that it's like one of his first times using it. He's like you could you could tell like again even the way he swings, again not a polished Batman. This is his first time. He uses that flying squirrel suit like a legit real flying squirrel it's suit. It's just two so zippers. Flip- it's just two zippers. He just yep. yeah yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excellent, and 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 and, and uh, I think probably one of the best, if not the best, set piece. My favorite set piece was that car chase scene. You know, yeah. didn't use any goofy gimmicks. Which and don't get me wrong, we love those. We love those, right? Fast, yeah. fast nine, six, seven, twenty-seven. They're the best because they make no sense, and their cars going fast and smashing into each other. But this, they again. <laughs> Grounded in reality, it's raining and they're yep. driving on what do you call it in the opposite lanes. What do you call it? Penguins like yo, I'm about to get this guy. What do you call it? Causes this this amazing pile up. What do you call it? What do you call it? What do you call, it? What do you call it? The, the 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 oil rig blows up and he's like, I got you, I got you again. Shout out to Colin Farrell, man, That's killed him. He's like, yo, I had him, and Batman comes out with that Batman. Listen, we didn't. We, 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 nobody's talking about that Batmobile. That Batmobile was tough. It was, it was tough. Grounded it was in tough. reality again. Grounded in reality it, again. Yes. Yeah. It was like. Let me get there. Let me get there. Hold on. Let me get this. Get in there. When they first. Into, when we first see the Batmobile, you got to think about it. We, we didn't see it. We heard it. We heard it. Yo, we heard, that, yeah. Yes. Come on. We heard it. <laughs> And we just, oh, and, and everybody's looking, and they're like, "Yo, what the hell oh, is that?" True. Jim oh, Gordon, is, yo, Jim is sitting in the corner. He's like, "Yo, what are we? What are we all hearing?" Selena Khan is sitting behind the car, and she's like, "Wait, what the hell's going on?" And then the lights come on. Pow! Look, it looked like a it looked like a bat in the shadow, and then that sucker just darts out. 
Wow. They they introduced the Batmobile the same way they introduced Batman. He's in the yeah, shadow, yeah, in yes. the shadows, yeah, and yes. uh, and you you hear the footsteps before you see Batman. Yeah. Very much the same way you hear the car before he ever turns on the lights. Some some some, some great uh, symmetry there. Oh my God! It yeah, was keep, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Keep, keep in mind, keep in mind that that saved Selena Kyle's life because she was yeah. about to, Penguin was about to you know demolish her. That's that <laughs> nine life theory. And, and I don't. First of all, when the fuck did Batman even escape from the car? He was on the ground. So the fact that he just yep. disappeared and got to that car with no one seeing him, and yeah. again starting that fucking car up because he didn't yeah. use that car at all up until that point. Yes. Yep. And, yep. And if you could do that sound for me one more time, someone was busting the sound down. Amo, I think Amo did it. That's that's all you heard, son. <laughs> and then they show you the engine going off, and that's yeah. that's, a, that's a that's a baby tank, man. Because for Penguin's yeah. car to be flying like that, nah, he he hit him with something. Because my God, well, he uh, he, he he used some nos. He, he used yeah, some he used some nos. Yeah, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which, is, which is fantastic. Yeah, he, he he squeezes it in there, and and uh, uh so I I know me and Q probably we weren't sitting next to each other. He was a few people down from me, but I know me and Q had the same reaction when the uh flatbed let down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Him to fly <laughs> over. I go, oh my god, they totally stole that from from, from the Fast and Furious movies. That is absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Fast and Furious movies. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Actually, if you remember in the Christian Bale movie where he was coming back in the third one with Bane, they did mm -hmm. the same thing when he was on that motorcycle and he had to escape and get over the cops. They did that same little bullshit where he got on one of those things and he jumped mm -hmm. over. So, you know, they they had to do that because you have to wonder how the hell was his car in the air in the first place. So, you know, yeah, they, right, 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 right. To make that was uh, 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 that is still a great Batmobile, the Christian Bale one. But uh, yeah. still, shout out to that bike, to, to that Bat cycle in that Christian Bale Batman. The yeah, 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 Batman has to go to the Penguin Lounge, and and again, this is yes. not the polished Batman because he's yes. not going through the through the front door. He is knocking on the front door. You're <laughs> opening the door. You're seeing him, and he's you like, "I'm here to see you." <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that part had me crying. He said, "You know who I am." He was like, "Yeah, I have an idea." So you could tell, like, the criminals still don't. Some fear him, but the ones that are at a little higher tier, they, yeah. they still get a little smart mouth with him. He's not at right. that point yet where everybody sees him and they know to not mess with him. So yeah. he gets to this place. He's knocking on the front door. He, they're opening the door. I'm Batman. I'm here to see your boss. Calls out his twin brother, the henchman, or whatever the case is, and yeah. they literally <laughs> not trying to let him come in. He knocks them out. One, two, three, which as he should. And he's literally just walking through this club in a suit, like bumping people, like get out of my way, excuse me, like just, just no fighting stealth. Fighting off other guys too. Fighting yeah. off other guys too. Exactly. Gun gunfire. Just there was just no stealth. The the traditional Batman that we see, yeah. where he's not, you don't even know he's in the building. That wasn't that. This 
young new Batman was like, I'm going through. And I think he learned from that. Like, all right, you know, they, they letting off guns in the club with people in here. Maybe this is not the best. <laughs> way. Maybe he learns that later. But, you know, for him to go through all of that, for the penguin to come to him and they actually sit there and have a conversation, you know, and that's their sort of first interaction. And again, theme song. <laughs> theme song was kicking in. And I think that's where Selena Kyle sort of comes into the picture a little bit. Mm -hmm. it's not her first time getting into the picture. Um, and obviously, the minute Batman sees her, he's already wet. He's already right. like lost. Whatever he came to do, he was like, "Oh, all right." Hello. He's like, "Hello, how's it going?" You know, and and you know, what was she doing? She was just there, like bringing him cigars. Oh, bringing uh, him money. money for drugs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the money she made from uh, passing around the drugs, I guess. And you know, just their interaction there. And then when the penguin tries to be a smart ass, because again, some people fear Batman, but he's not there yet. So the penguin is being a smart ass. And Batman had to like let him know, like, listen, I will hurt you. You know, uh, smashes him against the glass. And you see Selena just like sort of watching in the back, like your little, you know, when you get when you get your ass whooping, your, your younger siblings is in the background just looking, like, oh, oh man. Yeah. Like, oh, uh -oh. What, what's going man. on there? Like, uh oh. And it was just that. And I'm just like, yo, this is really. Him in the beginning, like, why yeah. is all these people talking back? What's yeah, going yeah, on? Yeah. But him knocking on the door to go through the front entrance, I felt like that scene it was crazy to me. People just looking at him like, yeah. dude. But you, you point doing? out, you you point out some some great foreshadowing there. You make a great point saying that he comes in there the first time. He knocks on that front door. He busts his way through. If mm -hmm. not for Penguin putting his hand on the shoulder, going, "Whoa, hey, buddy, calm yeah. down," he would have just kept going through that place. Uh, uh, until someone, until he found Penguin. But later on in the movie, towards the end, as we uh, enter the final scenes, he goes back in there one more time, and he goes back in there as Bruce Wayne, with just, well, not as Bruce Wayne, but as just a regular guy with the hoodie on. He knocks on the door, first guy comes in, beaten up from the last interaction with Batman, and then uh, his brother goes outside, and then he sneaks in behind him, closes the door behind him, totally stealthily getting into the building, showing that he learned from his first time there, just like you just said. Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and that's, that also highlights, like, uh, one of the funniest parts of this movie, right? Because he, remember, he went into that club three times, right? First time as Batman, second time as Bruce Wayne, went right in, right? And then the third time, he's just in. He's just in, sneaks in, Beats them up, goes down to the basement, and you can tell that he's not. Again, he doesn't have all of the uh, gadgets that Lucius Fox, uh, you know, yeah. uh, what do you call it, who, who makes all of his bad gadgets, like where he could just cut out the power. You see him welding, uh, what do you call, it, uh, what do you call, it, burning, burning, burning down, mm -hmm. all yeah, that, uh, burning down, um, yeah, uh, what do you call, it, uh, what do you call, it, the uh, the electric, uh, what do you call, it, the electrical pa uh, panels Panel, in the yeah. basement to try yep. to knock it out, which is great, but. I, I don't know if you guys noticed, and of course I noticed because I'm in um my 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 background is uh what do where I work in is uh is uh utilities. Uh, it's funny because he cuts out the lights, but what do you call it, in the next scene when he's bringing the what do you call it um which one call it out? Uh, he takes he takes the elevator. I'm like, what happened to the power, guys? Yeah, I just realized. Yeah, you right, you right, you right, you right. Wait, hold up. Did the elevator actually come down, or he jumped down the shaft on top of the elevator and the door just opened? 
what about like, emergency I was power? Like, yeah, I was about to say it the is back the generator could have been on emergency power. That's not a hospital. That's not a hospital, bro. Especially in a building like that. Especially in a building like that, they might have had some emergency. There, there are ways that they could explain it. But that scene right there that Q references is a fantastic, and this is something that we've seen in movies over the last six, seven years. It's a fantastic cor- corridor scene. Not as good, uh, Q remembers this one, not as good as the red lightsaber with uh, Darth Vader in, uh, what was that, uh, uh, Rogue One? Rogue, Rogue One. One. Rogue One. Red yeah. lightsaber oh. down the hallway. Fantastic. Best uh, Vader corridor. scene ever. Best, corridor Best Vader scene ever. ever. It's actually pretty good. It's, it, the lights Excellent. are off. It's just the the uh, the elevator doors open, and um, they uh, are looking for him. They're looking for him, and then one has to go all the way to the elevator and then look up, and he's just basically holding himself up like he's a spider in the ceiling. Yeah. And then he comes down, and then that entire scene is done with the lights off. The only lights that you're seeing is uh, the lights from the gunfire, gun and every time the gunfire goes off, it is Batman molly whopping somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, I, I'm like, first of all, that suit of armor, man. That's oh my a, god, nothing gets through that thing. He's, he, he's 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 literally in a suit of armor. I said, you know, um, and and that was the thing. Like, I was like, year two Batman. That must mean like he went through a lot in year one for him to upgrade to such a suit. Because I'm like, to your point, like him for the first time, I think, jumping off of rooftop, because remember, he didn't just jump off. He was hesitant. He almost slipped off. He was like, whoa. He was, he was like, he was what scared. the hell? But he was prepared. But then, you know, to go to these scenes, like bullets, I understand, like, you know, a little handgun hitting him. I understand his suit is going to reflect that. But these guys were carrying AK-47, like big yeah, boy machine guns, and just, he's walking through a hole. And I'm like, is he not, like, not one of those bullets are going to hit him in the chin? Like he's right, just exactly. literally, it was just so many bullets everywhere, so and I'm like, that's the plot armor, bro. That's no, that plot armor, bro. No, but he like, did in the movie. He did get hit. I believe he got hit in the in the in the in the kidney. He did get hit as at later at some point in the movie. He did get hit where he was laid up on his back, and he was like, "Shit, this hurt." I got it. Got through. Look, I, I believe that was a scene where he was in um uh, Gotham Square Garden. Yeah, that, that, that's yeah, at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He did no, get it. Yeah, and then they showed you where he opened up his suit. He had little holes in the suit where he can actually just open up so he can give himself the, the adrenaline shot. Yes. You know what I'm yeah. So some at some point in the movie, they, they did they did they did show like, oh crap, your armor ain't all that, bro. You you you, you gotta get hit. Well, hey, listen, gotta- listen, that that armor took a bomb blast direct. And he was still and he still and he was still Okay, it was yeah, nothing, but you remember he put his hands up. So here's the other thing too. Um, since we on the suit, um, the gauntlets. I was yeah. like, Court of Owls? Is that the Court of Owls with the with the with the? Yeah. it's not. It's not the League of Assassins. No, no, it's definitely the Owls. So I'm like, that's why I was like, maybe it's training from that. You know. Yeah. So, but you know, uh, and, and you know, but anyway, uh, to go back to uh, some of the scenes in the middle. But that was just something that I caught. Um. Another scene for me, and I feel like um, I had to like sort of really pay attention to like the relationship because I was like, why does Selena care so much about this girl um, that wears the same boots as her? Mm-hmm. And obviously, Batman follows Selena once he realizes that she's wearing the same boots. Excuse me, 
again, detective work, detective work here. Uh, he sees that she's wearing the same boots that she had on in this picture. He follows her home, just like the Riddler. He's looking through the binoculars. He's watching Catwoman, and he's just sort of see. And at that point, I realized like Catwoman is bisexual, right? Because the way she was speaking about the girl and certain things that she was saying, I'm like, wait a minute, they're in a relationship. Like, the, yeah, the, yeah, they were. Yep, they're in a relationship, and I'm like. And I didn't catch it at first, but I, I'm like, I understand that's your friend, but like you're distraught right now. And mm -hmm. and I'm like, what's going on? And I'm like, oh, that's her girlfriend. And but yeah. then I'm like, why are you kissing on Batman? And I'm like, oh, she's probably a bisexual. She anybody could get it in her in her eyes. Yeah. Um, which also makes sense because when they had um that crooked cop, when she found that crooked cop. Um, and she had him on the roof of the building where the uh, the bat signal was up. She was ready to kill him. She wasn't, especially after Hell she yeah. heard the voicemail. She she wasn't concerned with life or ethics. You know, she wasn't trying to hear anything Batman was saying. I'm surprised she didn't. I'm surprised she called Batman first before executing him. You understand what I'm saying? Right. And and let's speak about that goddamn building with this bat signal. So only <laughs> only only Gordon and Batman have access to this. Yeah, that's their own personal thing. Yeah, no, but that's their own personal thing. Yes, that was that was their personal uh, that was their personal um, uh, rendezvous spot um, throughout throughout the um, the comics throughout whether it was the Dark Knight, um, um, whether it was um, what's the other two? It it was always that was their common place. But there, at some point, they did trash it. Like um, the the the, the um, Gotham PD found out about it. And um, was I forgot was Gordon, was Gordon the commissioner at that time, uh, or was it when Lord was commissioner? At some point, they do destroy it, and then when when the, when the city needs Batman again, they do reconstruct it. But Put this it time, together. on top of the um, Gotham PD, um, Gotham yes, yes, yeah. yeah. So originally, it wasn't on top of Gotham PD. It, it later it later gets put on top of Gotham PD. You know, yeah, but that's they destroyed it. Yeah. It's just at some random construction site. So, yeah, so yeah. as a construction worker, I can imagine trying to get work done around there. And no one's going to say anything about this huge light that's obviously here to call Batman. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. And I'm like, won't all the bad guys just know, okay, we see that light. Let's go there to the source. So it's definitely a rendezvous spot, like you said, because he when, when he wanted to meet Catwoman so they can speak, uh, yeah. Batman gave her that location as like a sort of right. private space. But I'm like, is it really private? Like the bat signal comes right off of the building. So, you know, to me, I was like, that's sort of weird. Like, it's just like, I only see uh, Gordon and Batman can get to the roof. Um, there was also another cool scene there. Uh, part of that same scene where uh, she's basically trying to kill the cop, kicks him off the building, obviously, where Batman goes to fall. First of all, she jumps off. I would like to know how she got down. Right, the at least she had the whip. She had the whip. The whip ain't yeah. that long. The whip ain't mm -hmm. that long, man. They they was on top of a um because the way Batman. First of all, I said, please do not make Batman take this elevator. He is Batman. Make him jump off this building. And when he started going towards the edge, I said, yeah, he learned from the flying squirrel suit. But nope, not yet. He puts the you know the little hook. He got the magnetic. He had the magnetic hook onto the the, the, yeah. the, the yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and then and he, and he and ran down. Yeah. He ran down the building, so I'm like, at least there's that, uh, you know. So again, that was like another dope scene um, as well. So I think the middle of the movie did a lot of uh, we. Uh, the first of the beginning was like Batman's story in a sense, but the middle of the movie was really Selena Kyle, the yes. Penguin, 
um, Falcone, you know, being her dad and everything. You know, it's funny. I forgot all about that, being her father. I forgot all. When they said Falcone's my dad, I'm like, what? And I was like, oh, man. It's been so long since I've been there. Comic book. Yeah, I was just like, oh, crap. Yeah. I'm like, they, oh, yeah, that is her dad. So, yeah. you know, just kind of telling those stories of her mother and, and all of this and, you know, why I am the way that I am. And this is why he owes me this money because, obviously, remember, she was stealing money and Batman obviously didn't approve. And he didn't get it. And he was so quick to judge her. He thought mm -hmm. that she was actually dating Falcone, that they, you know, that they were fucking yeah. and all of these things. And basically calling her like a hoe, you know, and <laughs> he was basically slut shaming her at a point. Because, and I think he was doing that too, because that's typical guy stuff. Like he was in his feelings a little bit. Like, damn, I kind of, I like you. His feelings, yep. He was yeah, I like, I like you, but you sleeping around with this, with this scumbag. Like he, yeah. he was definitely offended by that. So, um, I thought the middle of the movie did a really good job of bringing everyone else in in that element. One, 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 one thing that happens in the middle of the movie there is in the beginning of the movie, they forego the common trope of showing us how or what happens to um, the Waynes and how they die. They don't yeah. show us that, but actually, the Waynes are all over this movie. Uh, yeah. They're all over the yes. They they are um they are catalysts as to what's happening there. For, oh, you find out that yes, the Waynes are the middle of this movie, but then you also find out that uh, uh Martha Wayne is uh was a was an Arkham. Yeah, yeah. Founding families of of Gotham, the the Waynes and the Arkhams. Um, they get married to almost create a power couple, and it is implied that uh the mother had um mental, mental health, health issues. issues. Yeah. And and the Waynes are all over the middle of this movie. The the the, the Waynes are the reason for this massive fund. Well, Thomas Wayne is running for, for, for mayor. The Waynes make this massive fund to uh, help the city, a billion-dollar fund without any oversight. Mm -hmm. Then they die, and then that billion-dollar fund is then used to fund crime for the next 20 years, it looks like, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, That's and, and this is where the Riddler comes in almost as a vengeance um, or some kind of resentment towards the Waynes allowing this to happen. Yeah. In the beginning of this, it is made to seem that the Waynes are part of a criminal enterprise, as if they did this purposefully. But what is later revealed is that um, they are actually victims, in a sense, where they didn't mm -hmm. need for this to happen. It just ended up happening. Now, Riddler being who he is, he doesn't care about that level of nuance, so yeah. he he naturally uh, takes it out on them, and then takes it out on their son in in Bruce Wayne, who he knows is Batman somehow, but we never get an explanation as to how or why he knows that it's Batman. Well, actually, he doesn't know. He doesn't he, know. He kept on saying his name, but remember, yeah. right at the end, when he was like. He's the only one that got away, and that's where yeah. Batman. Remember, Batman was like a little, like a little puppy with his tail between his legs because he thought his identity got revealed. But right. when he said we, we didn't get him, that's where he started punching the glass and he started acting big shot because like, oh, my identity is still protected. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yo, yo, Batman had no poker face in that one. Shelly, I don't I don't think I don't think he knew. I really don't think he knew. He did, no, he did not. He did not. He did he not. Didn't, he didn't know. He didn't know. At the end of the movie, he didn't know. Yeah. 
That will go against that will go think- against the, the, the what you call it. That will go against the entire uh, um, uh, uh, storyline of Batman because there's only there's only a handful of villains who actually figure who Batman was. The but villain, never, there's one of them. The villain, there's yeah, one of them though. Later on, later on, later on, later yeah. on, he does figure yeah. it out after years and years yeah. and years. But um, yes. Yes. Riddler, Riddler was listen. You, you know what? Another thing that this this movie really did for me, it, it it brought in like we've seen the Joker, we had the Joker, we've had like all these villains. I love that they re- not that the first Riddler wasn't great. Um, who did the, what was that? Was that like a Tim Burton movie? Is that why it was so colorful? Tim Carey, and, yeah, Tim Carey. No, but like yeah. because it was so colorful and so you know comic book on a screen. Um, it was almost like. That yeah, was the one with Ar- that's the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, the the first Mister no, no, that was, no. Um, with um, Two Face, with Two Face. Um, oh my God, why yeah, I can't Two-Face, get his name? Yeah. Uh, he Men in Black. Oh, he put the next uh, to most. What the his name? Come on, someone help uh, me. Tom, Tom, uh, Tom something. Tom Jones. I guess you're the closest. Look, comment <laughs> below. Let us know if we get anything right. <laughs> he said, <"Tom." laughs> <laughs> but you know who I'm talking about. Tommy Lee, Lee Jones. Jones. Oh, Tommy, Tommy Lee, Lee Jones. Jones. Yeah. Listen, you're closer than me. I was about to say something completely different. Um, but you know, this Riddler, they really, really redeemed him in a sense of like, listen, this is supposed to be one of Batman's arch rivals, you know, because of his brain. It's not so much of bronze, obviously, He's but the they really I loved how they brought him back. And it wasn't like, oh, I built a machine. I'm taking everyone's knowledge or whatever, you know, making them dumb, whatever that, you know, whatever that plot was. Again, I was younger. I loved it anyway. And it's still Mm -hmm. a classic movie. But here it's like Riddler's like, I'm fucking shit up. I'm blowing the city up. I'm flooding the city. I'm going to commit murders. You're going to help me commit murders. Because obviously, uh, you know, one of his riddles led to Batman actually, and Batman didn't even know he was working for the Riddler, in a sense, because the Riddler was like, "You helped me do it," and he was like, "No, I didn't. I'm nothing like you." He's like, "Yeah, remember I told you to bring him into the light?" And literally, when he yeah, brought Falcone yeah. out, he sniped him, you know, because he was yep. out in the open. Because he's like, "Listen, I'm I'm not no brute. I couldn't have gone in there and got him out. That's what you were there yeah. for, yep. you know." So. And and I kind of and I kind of sympathize with them a little bit because one of the one of their the most powerful conversations between the Riddler and the Batman was like he's like Bruce Wayne you think you think he's an orphan he's not an orphan like he's in like some he's some yeah. rich in a tower with billions of yep. dollars he's like an orphan is yep. someone that has to like sleep with the with the rats nibbling at your hands. Right. Or you know, or or a kid dies every winter because it's too cold. Like, but everyone is yep. so focused on Bruce Wayne and his parents died. Oh, you know, he's an orphan, so right. he resented Bruce Wayne even more for that. You know, so you know, I kind of, I kind of, you know, I was like, damn, Ridley. You know what though? Although, although I, I kind of see like he wasn't too much of a villain because he was actually helping end corruption, like literally ending their lives well, in that's, a sense, that's- exposing it. That's a thing that has been done a lot with with comic books over the last few years. Oh, with comic book movies over the last few years, whether it's it's this Riddler or the Joker with Heath with Heath Ledger a few years ago, or even um Killmonger in uh in in Black Panther. Black Panther, making, yeah. 
making these villains who when they when they make their argument, you go, you know what? Maybe, maybe. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it, it's never it's never their it's never the reason that they're doing it. The, why they're doing it is almost super sympathetic. The only place where you have to criticize them is how they're carrying out this act, right? Yeah. That's uh uh but when they make it a character who is sympathetic and whose arguments or whose problems with the world is something that we could all agree with, the only way that they can make us convince us that they're actually the bad guys is to make what they do um be bad. And that's why and that's why that's why that's why the the, the movie was so good because like again uh Rachel Ghoul Rachel Ghoul doesn't call Batman Batman. He doesn't he doesn't call him Bruce Wayne. What does he call him? Oh shit. Who knows? Who knows what Rachel Ghoul oh. calls him? Uh, uh, Batman. He calls Batman. him the, from, from Batman Begins the or the detective. All to, exactly, Jimmy got it. The detective, right? And again, mm. this is what we got. We got a pure Batman detective comics. That's what he mm-hmm. does best right he figures it out he figures out the, the weaknesses yeah what it called and then he what it called he, he, he give him enough time to plan it out he's gonna yep. fucking execute you know and that's what was great you know and i thought this is what was a, a be- the, this was the best part of the whole movie because it's like you actually got a, a true detective uh, a detective story right all the way to the big reveal of uh going to what Shelly, what Shelly was saying like he's like yo I thought, you know, up until this part, we're, and we're still in the halfway uh, of movie heading into the ending, right? I, uh, heading into the ending, it was, hey, hey, no, no, we're on the same side. And Batman was like, wait, I've been doing all of this. Go- Gotham's crime is still uh, skyrocketing. It's because, and, and his tactic was, I'm vengeance, right? I'm the vengeance, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the guy that you know, the the death dealer, right? I'm gonna punish things, right? And so Riddler has it in his mind that yes. I'm going to punish also, right? I'm doing. I'm. Ba- I'm basically Batman, right? But misguided, right? And like uh, to Shelby's point, uh, it, it's not about. It's not about um, what do you call it? Uh, uh, your your um, your theory on it. It's how you execute, right? Batman and uh, what do you call it? Batman and um, and Riddler couldn't be further further apart, but they're very same. And this is what's great about DC's uh, what do you call it? DC's like villains, right? And I, I hope Marvel uh, takes note of this because I think this is what Marvel messes up at: killing their, killing their, their best villains. Killmonger, I still think Killmonger is probably one of the best villains, one of the best villains of all time. Because guess what? You were like, yeah, he has some, bro- he has some really good points. But again, his execution, where, where it's like, oh, I don't, I don't mind sacrificing people, you know. And again. Mm-hmm. Batman is fantastic because Batman is the exact same person as the Joker, right? He is the Joker, right? He sees he sees the he sees the world, you know what I'm saying, for what it is. He's a nihilist, but also he's a utilitarian. He sees the world as it is, right? He sees that it's terrible, but he he refuses to give up on people. He refuses to give give up on the mission. Not this Batman now. But towards the end, as we're heading into the end of the movie, he realizes, "Oh shoot, I may have, I, I may have to switch up." Because what what did the mayor say uh, in, in the uh, in the scene in the scene um, uh, during the? Um, They're not her speech. The funeral. The funeral. Oh, no, during the funeral. Right? Oh, the mayor was like, hey, 
you, 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 you know, your, your parents did such so many good things, right? You could, you know, what do you call it? Maybe you we could help. Maybe exactly. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you could do more for the city. And Batman, again, being the way he is, being him being crazy, not crazy, but him being like a little bit of a psychopath himself, he has this tunnel vision on like, no, I'm going to do it this way. And then he's realized like, ah, it's bigger than me. I have to, I, I, I can't just be the vengeance guy because that could be misconstrued, right? Yeah, right. I mean, misconstrued, right? That could be, that could, that could lead to more, more drama. He needs to be, he needs to change it up and be a, a be more of a symbol. Right for righteousness and goodness, not just I'm going to kill indiscriminately. I'm just I'm not I'm just gonna I'm not just gonna beat a bunch of people's asses, put them in the yeah. hospital. Right? It's like yo, there has to be more. You know, it has all to be. That, it has to. He has to stand for something. All that is definitely shown at the end of the movie. There, where at the top yes. of 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 uh, of uh, Gotham Square Garden. He's getting into the fight, and he's defeated just about all of the um, the villains there. All, all, all the it, it, before I get into that, one criticism I do have about the movie would be towards the end there, after the catching of the Riddler, then the villains of the movie almost become these faceless, nameless people who are just with masks on and with rifles. Yeah. It kind of falls apart a little bit there for me, but they do a Absolutely. great job. They they do a great job making it um, a thing where he he has defeated everybody. He 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 gets hit, and then um, he takes that green vial, which I think we can all agree is obviously venom, and then he injects himself with it to uh, get it, to get that adrenaline boost to get him to beat that last guy who was about to kill Catwoman. And then um, uh, while he's on the ground and he's beating up this guy on that rush, that crazy rush that you get from Venom, he gets pulled off by Commissioner Gordon, and then that guy's beaten beaten to a pulp, but he can still talk, and then. Batman goes, who are you? And the guy responds appropriately, saying, I'm vengeance. Ooh. And Batman is horrified. Batman yes. is horrified at this statement. He is absolutely crushed by the guy essentially saying, Batman, by the way, never refers to himself as Batman. I don't think anyone refers to him as Batman in that movie. He, he said, I'm vengeance. Whenever I ask him who he is, he's, he's referring to himself as vengeance. He does it against a penguin. He does it against the first time uh, in that first scene in the movie. Mm -hmm. He refers to himself as vengeance. And at the end there, when that guy says, I'm vengeance, he's essentially holding up a mirror to Batman saying, hey, buddy, we're the same thing. We're just using yep. different methods to get it done. But we're the same thing. Yeah. Immediately what happens after that, immediately after being horrified at the words of hearing that guy essentially say, hey, buddy, I'm you. What mm -hmm. then happens is Batman almost strips himself down, not not literally, but figuratively, jumping down into the pile with the people in the water as they need the saving and him extending a hand. And, and almost in a form of symbolism, the person who takes his hand first is not one of the older people or the mayor who he's offered his help to. What takes his hand first is a young child. I think it's the boy yes. who's the son of yes. the, of the yes. murderer. Yeah. It is. He, He's it like is. the future Robin. Using that child as a symbol of hope for the future and okay. putting that in the hands of Batman. He takes that kid's hand, he immediately lights that red flare, and in a in probably the most the best artistic shot in the movie, he has that red flare and is the point of an arrow as he leads the people yeah. outside of Excellent. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah, Excellent. Excellent. Beautiful. All that happens in like four minutes. Yeah. 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 Ye
And all um, that happens in three or four minutes where he goes from realizing, oh, this is not the right path to do. And then he, he immediately assumes the role of becoming the watcher or the guiding light for for mm-hmm. uh, Gotham, even with the final voiceover of the movie where he is saying, hey, uh, Gotham has enough vengeance. Gotham has enough people walking around here being angry and fighting and 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 causing a lot of pain. He goes, the people of Gotham need something else. Uh, there, there's enough pain and suffering in Gotham. People of Gotham need something else. They need uh, hope, which is another uh, uh, acronym for, uh, which is another symbol for Batman. He he represents hope in some versions of himself. And this is, and towards the end, he Absolutely. realizes that's what uh, Gotham City needs. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and you know, obviously, this is the final, you know, one of the final scenes in the movie. Um, and before he, before we even get to all of that, you know. Him just, you know, going back to that Riddler conversation with him and, you know, the Riddler seeing that, hey, you haven't even figured it all out yet. Because, again, that t- kind of ties back into and I and I like that they kept on reminding us this is year two. A polished Batman would have already figured out the bombs and got rid of them anyway, but not yep. but not say anything. Go antagonize the villain and the villain is running their mouth like, oh, yeah, well, I'm about to flood the city. And they go in, they, you know, push a button or whatever. And nothing happens, you know, because Batman's already figured it out. So obviously he is a great detective, but he's not 100%. He's not the polished Batman we know. So obviously the city gets flooded. You know, he figures it out. He does figure it out, but it's too late. Now, um, all of this is going on in what looks like Madison Square Garden, you know, with the mayor coming in and giving this big, powerful speech. and That beautiful black woman, by the way. Beautiful black woman. Beautiful. And, and we and there's another section to all of this that we're gonna get into it, but um, so you know we, we go in there and this is like one of the best Batman intro scenes because now there's no theme song. He's not you know walking slowly out of the shadows. He's coming through the roof. The roof is blowing up. It's exploding because obviously there's chaos. There's flooding. There's snipers. You know trying to kill the mayor, uh, which is you know part of a cult from that Riddler created, and you know he's literally fighting them essentially with perfect balance at least he has that down pat because remember everyone was sort of tied to something um you know with the beam so he's literally like fighting getting shot you know being flawless and i'm like and it's really grounded in reality like we said because you know what can i compare this with uh the ben athens batman when he gets to the warehouse to save superman's mom that's a completely Uh, different (laughs) that's a completely different that's polished yeah Um, but here yes. he's actually he's he's killing it, but it's it's not that easy. And another key yeah. thing about these scenes, if we if we really look at it again, another reminder that this is not a polished Batman is they show a lot of the origin stories for the gadgets that he will use in the future. Although yeah. he doesn't have the get, for example, the, the smoke pellets where he throws those things so that the entire area, you know, you can't see him, but yeah. he's yeah. destroying you. He doesn't have that, but he sees the fire extinguisher there and and pops it open yeah, and it causes point. that smoke. And he realizes, like, hey, I can use this to 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 give me the advantage because I'm fighting like twenty versus one up here, and they have guns. So so just kind of seeing all of those things there, I'm like, oh, this is why he uses a smoke pellet. Okay, makes sense. He's throwing things. I'm like, okay, he's gonna get the idea to make the batarang. So as he's going through, you know, uh, the, the final scene, I see him learning and and, yeah. and, and, and and picking up those things 
Um, but to go back to, you know, where, you know, obviously Selena has to come and help him now because he he was about to get a shotgun to his face because, boy, that shotgun put him on his ass. He's not polished. And Selena sees this and she finds a quicker way to get up there than the police, which is which is funny because you have, uh, I think Gordon acts like a fire department, uh, like a, a firefighter yeah, yeah. Which knows the building. Like, hey, get me up there. And she happens to get there up there anyway. But anyway, she saves him, comes from the roof, you know, saves him. She picks him up. And I like that they made her struggle to do it, right? Like, like he's heavy and he's wearing this suit of armor. So she mm -hmm. was doing everything she had. And obviously the guy comes, you know, clubs her. He's useless right now because he's about to, you know, he's about to pass out. Like you said, gives himself the shot. Saves her, you know, we go to the villain part. He says, I'm vengeance. Another key thing that he did prior to even jumping into the water is he noticed that they were trapped in the water and that they were about to be electrocuted. And, yeah. he, and he literally sees that, and now he's getting better with the grapple gun because he yeah. uses that yeah. to swing um, you know, to the thing. And mind you, he knows if he cuts this thing, he's going to get electrocuted. And it was such a touching moment. In my head somewhere, I'm, I knew like he's not going to die because this is year two, but I'm yeah. like, oh, he's going to die. Like he's gonna sacrifice himself, you know. It's yep, yep. you know, it made you forget that Batman exists far after this, and you know when he cut it and it actually electrocuted him, and you know, and then you see like Catwoman and Commissioner Gordon, they really and everyone else in that building that saw it, it was like, yo, he's real, like he's putting his life on the line for on the us. Line. For us, Absolutely. he didn't have to do that. Which why, which is why I was still kind of annoyed when uh when Shells was saying, you know, he reached out and he reached out to the mayor first. And she completely like just shrugged them off. Like, I'm not taking your yeah. hand. And I said, Miss, did you not? Just, he just saved you from being, you yep. know, put in a toaster. You know, and I love that the kid. And if that was the boy, I didn't even realize that. But again, I think go, it was the boy. I think it was the boy. There you go. So, and, and that scene was powerful. But there was another scene as well where he was showing that I am hope. You know, uh, when all that commotion was done and they was on the rooftop, he was carrying that girl to the helicopter. Woman, yeah. And, oh. Best it touched my heart, man. And, and that, he that's put, when he's doing the voiceover. That's when yeah. he's doing the voiceover. And he puts her down, and and you know, and the professionals are about to you know carry her away, but she's terrified of them, and she's holding on to Batman, like, don't leave me. <laughs> and at that moment, you that's knew beautiful. you knew mm. he won the hearts of all of them. The minute she did that, it was over. I said, Yeah, he's he's becoming the symbol of hope. You know, and again with the voiceover saying, "I need to be more than vengeance. I need to be the person that they know that's out there protecting them. That's the persona that I need to give." Um, so I definitely see in the future. Of course, there, there's gonna be a sequel. I don't care what anyone has to say. It has to be. It has to be. Uh, and and to be honest, I'll go even a little further. That at some point they are gonna. He is gonna replace Ben Affleck in the. DC Universe with Flash Aquaman at some point once he's become super polished because again you have the Flash movie coming out with the multiverse scenario yeah. so don't be surprised yeah. if they squeeze him in there because he's a much younger Batman he'll fit in better with a younger Flash and a younger you know Superman doesn't age the same way anyway uh, so because Ben Affleck doesn't want to do it anymore so um, I see yeah. them doing that in the future uh, we could place bets on that um, yeah. I kind of want to touch up on that, man, because that's 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 the first thing I thought about. I said, why are you introducing us to a new Batman? 
you know, especially a younger Batman, because we saw we all saw the um the Justice League um movie, the the, the director's cut where we saw the Superman because the, the, this was that this was the new Superman. We it wasn't the old Superman. Uh, what's this? What's the uh the one from um what's her it's name? Snyder Superman. Yeah. So it, and then we saw the DC. We saw Flash. We have remember we have we have we have um three Flashes running concurrently, and that Flash actually showed up on the series uh, that's going on the that was on the CW. With the with the the, the flash because there's three concurrent flashes running at the same time, and yeah. and then now you got to also remember, you, um the, the younger the younger um flash is uh, uh joins the um Justice Society of America, right? So there's JLA and then there's JSA. So those are the guys who split off from from um from JLA, and so you have Hawkman, which we saw the preview for that. So. It's definitely room for new Batman, but you you didn't set us up yet because Aquaman is not uh, um, uh, fully set up. We're still missing um, a, a new Green Lantern to replace everything. Um, yes. wait, 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 wait. Who are we missing? The the Green Lantern Corps. For, what for, are you for, saying right now? What are you saying? He's right here. You don't see the, the lantern in the background right here? No. That's him right here? <laughs> I guess. My guy got the, that, my man yeah. got the lantern in the background. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. So, um, so yeah, it, 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 he's still he's still a little bit young. He's he's definitely way before Justice League. So, um, yeah. if he does replace Ben Affleck, it, it, they'll have to drop at least uh, another movie in between where he ages up quickly. You know what I'm saying? Wait, no, Listen, let's make this prediction right now. That's yeah. exactly what's going to happen. They're going to because Matt Reeves says he doesn't want to create a Batman that's in that universe because that then that mm -hmm. like adds so many elements and it wouldn't even make sense anyway. Again, this yeah. is why the Flash is going to have that uh that movie basically where he runs back in time and everything changes by the Flash time Boy. that happens, exactly. And by the time that happens, Robert Pattinson would have had maybe two more movies where he's older, he's more polished. He has the same. He's he's Ben Affleck and Ben Affleck moves, but just younger. So he's not. Okay. You know, you get what I'm saying. I, that's how I see it going. Um, okay. The the um, I said the new Joker. I mean, they did reveal their own personal Joker. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the movie. So at the end of the movie. So let's let's talk about that. Uh, you know, real quick. How do you feel about him? Uh, taking on the uh Joker film. I should just say his name, right? But um. I don't know how to pronounce it unless I, I just don't remember it. But well, we we all saw him in uh in uh, in the Eternals movie. Yeah, he, he's one mm -hmm. of the characters in the Eternals movie. Um, as we move into talking into what this movie um allows to happen in the future, um, like I said earlier, it's very hard for when you have a a reference for a bunch of things happening already in comics and even in some movies, um, and then for you to do it in your own way where it's almost surprising. Um, it's very interesting. The way that Riddler destroys the around the city and then um, makes the city flood and then isolating Gotham City in and of itself, creating on October 31st another another long Halloween, um, uh, which is a, a historic Batman comic book strip where 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 Bat where, uh, where um, 
where Gotham City is sectioned off from the entire rest of the world. And before help can get there, it is essentially just Batman. And it's this, this island filled with crazy people and villains and criminals. And he is trying to defend uh, Gotham City until uh, uh, more help arrives. And that looks like to be what they are going to do for the next movie, making it, it could be called The Long Halloween. It, it, that would garner a lot of attention. Um, now, where does the, uh, I saw an interview with Matt Reeves and he's talking about, well, I'm not sure if the Joker is going to be in the next film. And I can see that because The Long Halloween, while Joker is in some of them, there are versions of them, whereas the Joker is not in The Long mm-hmm. Halloween. Um, um, yeah. They could save him as the crescendo. If this is a trilogy, they can save the Joker as the third piece in this movie, uh, as the main villain in the third movie, and then make um, make uh, the the Long Halloween the second movie. There, you can bring in the owls. You you, you can bring in a bunch of stuff there while while uh, while Gotham City is is isolated from the rest of the world. Um, what they plan to do will be interesting to see, but. The work that they did in this movie and how loyal they were to so much comic material uh, gives me a lot of faith for the future. Okay, do you, do you do you I think concur. they would jump? Do you think they would really jump to the Long Halloween? Because again, I feel like the Long Halloween he is extremely polished to deal yeah. with everything. So if anything, the yeah. Long Halloween would probably be. And here's the thing too: I know we had a, a Two Face in the cinematic universe. But I really don't want to see the Riddler anymore. I think phenomenal to bring him to redeem him as a character to make him more serious on the screen. And I get it, you know, at the end there was a cameo with you know the proto Joker and the, pro- um, and the partnership setting and partnership starting. Yeah, um, but I don't want to see the Riddler, um, and I don't want to see the Joker either because we we got him in the Justice League. I, if we didn't get Joker in the Justice League at all, like the new. Ben Affleck version. If we didn't yeah. at all, maybe I would have wanted to see the Joker. But I feel, um, and again, obviously we all know in the Dark Knight, uh, Heath Ledger will forever be, you know, probably the best Joker. You know, no offense to anything else, mm-hmm. but it, it, it is what it is. Um, I want them to touch. There's, there's so many other Batman villains that Matt Reeves can touch. You know, we have Clayface. We have, I mean, Two Face was done, but we could maybe we could bring in the Two Face with someone else because they were able to put the Riddler in, but the Penguin sort of played. He wasn't like it wasn't so congested with like fifty villains in there at one time. It, it, they played off of each other nicely. The Penguin isn't quite the Penguin yet. You right. know, so, yeah, um, yeah, the um, copper pot. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. so. But, 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 but you know, Jimmy, you also have to understand. You have to realize also, like, with Falcone gone, mm-hmm. power vacuum, right? What about Black Mask? Black Mask takes over Gotham. Hundred percent. It could be Black. It, listen, it could be anything, right? The world's your oyster. But if we're watching the movie, and again, what was it? What was uh? What was what was what was uh? Penguin's words, right? He was like, uh, he was telling Falcone. He's like, yeah. He says, uh, what did go? Falcone asked him. He said, you think you could take over? He says, yeah, I could take over. So what does that what does that tell you, right? That tells you that, well, maybe possible foreshadowing that hey, listen, Penguin might be taking over, all right, or Penguin might be. Uh, the dude set up. I'm not saying that he's going to stay there. Obviously, this is Gotham City, and yeah. once Batman takes him out, you know somebody else pops up, right? Maybe they're just yeah. setting him up for a spinoff. Because I would totally watch that because I think that would be great. I would That's see. I would watch fun. a spinoff. Has it? 
Yeah, there are two HBO Max series. One is Penguin becoming becoming a kingpin of Gotham City, and the other one is a uh, Commissioner Gordon as he climbs up the ranks of the GCPD. I'd be happy to watch uh, a, a spinoff with uh, Catwoman also, because remember, like at the end, they veer off. She goes to do her own thing, so she could become Catwoman. She's going to Bloodwood, you know, or... right? Uh, Blood Bloodhaven, is it? Yeah, yeah. She said something about Bloodhaven. Yes. Let's, let's 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 yes. talk about that the the final 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 scene. I hated it. I'm sorry. Out of all ways they could have ended that Batman movie. I get it. Him and Catwoman are going their separate ways, and and, and I, I understand the message there where it's like he gave up on a personal life, love possibly because right. Gotham is his first love. Even she even says it in the movie, like, "Who am I yeah. kidding? You're already spoken for," which is yeah. Gotham City. And you know he's looking at her in the in the mirror as he's driving the opposite way, and I get it. It, it shows you know he, he he's gonna go protect Gotham, his number one wife. I we get that, but they didn't have to end it like that. They could have. I, I would have preferred to see him doing something more like Batmanish, like uh, jumping off of a roof, like some I don't know anything but that. Was that really the final scene? Uh, I, I yeah. What, what, was, did that come after the uh the, no, the, the Joker Riddler scene. in the in the in the uh yeah. Joker Riddler inside the the, the, the um yeah the jail cell? yeah that was the final scene and then it really? went to the credits wow. yeah remember and then it went to the credits so it, it was sort of like I felt like it was disappointing because you know after a good movie you hear the the yeah and the everyone yeah, was kind of like give us a chance to do that you're right yeah because because we were waiting for the next scene we were like this is the end. I felt like that caught everyone off guard. Where it was like, "That's it." I think. You know, I think. I think. I think what happened there was they stayed true to the 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 the, the comics, right? Because mm -hmm. you have to remember that that scene where they split up, they separate, right? Selena Kyle didn't believe he was Batman yet. She 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 confirms it later after years when they meet up again. Like, oh. Here you go. He's the Batman. That's who that that's how he gets the, the that that's how he gets the staple. Like, oh, this dude is like he's the Batman. She knew he was still growing at that point. You know what I'm saying? She she cemented the idea, like, yo, that's the Batman. Like, oh, well, that, that, that's that's <laughs> out. So we're still seeing that. Like she even said it herself. She says, Yo, listen, you know, like you, you can't you do nothing. I can't I can't sway you from that. They do meet up again because the the more polished Bruce Wayne starts doing charities and so forth. And Selena Kyle, remember, what's that scene? That was George Clooney's Batman, right? Where so yeah. Selena Kyle walks into the room and is like, oh, hey, hi, Bruce, how you doing? And that's how you knew, oh shit, this is this is this is it right here. This is this is the this is the connection yeah. we've all been waiting for. You know, but no, no, yeah. I, was, I, wasn't, I wasn't really disappointed. I wasn't really I, disappointed. I, I just I just wanted a a, a little because if you think about every Batman movie that has come out in the end, he's mm -hmm. doing something Batman-ish. Yeah, like, sort of like, what can I compare this to? Yeah. Like Spider-Man. When a Spider-Man movie ends, what is Spider-Man doing? He is swinging. He's doing his thing. So I thought just the, when the movie ended like that, and listen, the movie is fantastic because we don't even notice we're in there three hours. Everyone was like, it's a three-hour movie. I was like, was it? I was so lost yeah. in the movie yeah. that I was Me like, too. three hours? I was like, Really? Listen, I would if that movie would have played another three, I wouldn't have noticed. I would have just sat there, you but know. So the, I, the uh, the 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 other thing about the end of that movie is um, so uh, even before I get to that, like the, the the long Halloween, whether or not Batman is ready 
to take on a crazy Gotham that has a power struggle within it. Doesn't matter. We're here. Gotham is cut off from the entire <laughs> rest of the world. Whether he's ready or not, he better learn quick because that's that's where we're headed. They, they are in the long Halloween. He's still a very young Batman. And it is true that does happen later on, but he's about to learn really hard and really fast with, with, with yeah. what's about to happen in Gotham City right no, they, now. They also, definitely. But also, like, it's cut off. Uh, uh, that's also done as well in The Dark Knight Rises with Bane when he blows up the bridges. Yeah. Uh, blows up that's the bridges, completely cutting off Gotham again, turning it into a mad zone. Something that happens in that movie that also happens in this movie is. Almost, I want to say, correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember Anne Hathaway's Catwoman somehow getting onto that island, surprisingly, somehow without yes. any explanation. And at the end of this movie, we were led to believe that Catwoman somehow escapes this Gotham where everyone else is stranded. I think I think he, no, I think he, but we're we're left the impression that Gotham City has been blown up around the edges and, and that's where the flooding has come from so now it has no way of getting connected to any other way of this is i was com confused by it. i was like wait where is she going how is she getting to uh bloodhaven and if yeah. she knows the way out maybe you can help some other people get out as well yeah, yeah parts of the city is not uh i mean you know there's a lot of plot armor you know there's a lot of things that they just let go under the table uh you know but the more technical thinkers are going to think like that just like when q was like how is he in that elevator if he just cut the power off to the entire building so so there's a lot of things because i didn't catch that um and uh now the only thing about the long halloween part i hope they don't do it too quick i think it should be a nice two-part like to end his because two-face has to exist you know, he's in year two. Two Face and a lot of those villains are not even like they don't Har exist. Harvey Dent is there. Harvey, uh, well, we, we, um, because remember the DA that's there now, um, that they had in the movie, Harvey Dent is his replacement. No, no, I mean, like, I mean, like for the second, I mean, for the second movie, it, it, it can't be the long Halloween because Harvey Dent okay. isn't Two Face yet. Uh, you still don't yeah. have Scarecrow. There's a lot of people you don't need those guys there to do it again. There's so many versions of the long Halloween, but not. You, you, because of what this movie does, it allows for a lot of artistic freedom. So he doesn't have to make it. Oh, so you think you think, yeah, you, those guys. you think you think he he's going to kill again? With, with the uh, with the uh, with the Society of Owls. I keep forgetting. Yeah. He can make Court of Owls. Court of Owls. going to come and get him. You can make it with um with uh, a breakout of Arkham, and and uh, you can make it with the other crime families fighting in the middle there. With with with, with yeah. penguins finally coming out, so, so like, there are like ways around the Marconi's it. and and the Marconi's and, and penguins yeah. you can make it with yeah. with anyway. Like you know, there's yeah. a way around yeah. it. Yeah. But, yeah. Currently, yeah. but the current state of Gotham, we're in the long Halloween with them being cut off and it being October thirty first. Yeah, uh, they're cut off from the rest of the world, yeah. and until and it, it never it, it it's not like it takes weeks. The the Coast Guard is on its way. It's just going to take some time to get there. But within that time. Yeah, things are gonna get crazy. Crime is up. Crime is up. Yeah, yeah. So they did a great. They, no, they did a great job, man. They did a great job with this. Uh, with this setup, because again, they didn't just take. Remember, they they, they took uh, elements of the long Halloween, but they also took elements of Hush, which yes. is again great. Yeah, part of my top five. Top five. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, Batman uh, comic book storylines of all time, and again, they also took. 
elements of like uh, 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 what reminded me of um, what was that movie with uh, Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt? What's in the box? What's in the box? Um, seven. 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 Mm, yeah, they took a lot of, again, and remember, this is a new thing. This is like a soft reboot. So what you're getting is something totally different. They can do whatever, whatever they, they want. want. It doesn't have to mm. be just boiled down into one thing. Yeah. No, and, and I'm ready for it. I, I'm loving it because what we've seen so I'm far, it, yeah. it's like, God damn, you can't, you can't even mess this up. Um, but yeah. I wanted to kind of get to this right here, right? So this has been something that's been um, already on the internet. The movie is not even out for an entire weekend yet. But um, a lot of the things that's going around, um, and Shells mentioned this uh, earlier, the, uh, you know, that beautiful black mayor, uh, she definitely was beautiful. She definitely was powerful. Um, and it was amazing to have her, but obviously, uh, you have a few trolls out there, right? And this actually became a yeah. big thing where they were saying, you know, obviously Catwoman, black, the mayor, you know, they said they put such, uh, big and powerful characters and they made them, um, African-American, uh, you know, and they changed it, you know, so dramatic, not so much that I care about their opinions, but I, I, I felt like. I guess what the topic was is like, you know, Batman tried to be too woke. You know, again, Black Catwoman, the Black Mayor. Um, there was another thing that they mentioned. Uh, black black Jim, Jim Gordon. Yeah, black. Black Jim Gordon. So they was like, you know, the Batman is a little too woke. And for me, I'm just like, you noticed that? Like, I was watching <laughs> the movie. Like, you know, I, I, you know, I'm like, I was like, huh? Like, you know, skin color was the last thing on my mind when I was watching the movie. And you know, but do you feel like do you guys think um that the Batman and especially because of this scene specifically where uh they highlighted when Selena Kyle was talking to Bruce Wayne, well, excuse me, Catwoman of uh, Catwoman of Batman on the rooftop, and she was like, you know, I'm tired of all of these privileged white guys doing, you know, she literally says that in the movie, and you rich know, that white, one of the, 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 these privileged rich white guys, guys uh, yeah. uh, fucking up this shit for everyone. There's a lot of there's a lot of so, social commentary in this movie. There was a lot of social commentary in the Joker. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. Tons of social was. commentary. The thing that makes these movies so scary is how close they get to reality. Yes. While while Joaquin Phoenix did a fantastic job with the Joker. Yep. And and the thing that was so scary about that is just how believable someone ending up like that is, yep. right? Yes. It was just how believable that world they created actually is. With this situation, uh, with what they're talking about with the bad boy, hey, you got to understand, some people, you know, the, the, the best thing whenever I hear stuff like that, whenever I hear stuff like that from some people, my immediate reaction goes, well, what would this person be saying about anything else socially currently in our world, right? Mm. Once I hear that from someone, I go, well, okay, I can probably know or guess what this person feels about police brutality. I can I can <laughs> guess as to what this person feels about um, uh, uh, voting, uh, the Voting Rights Act or, or Black Lives Matter or anything, stuff mm -hmm. like that. It, 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 these are not people who are, who are having a wide range of um, opinions on these societal issues or even on these race issues, to be quite honest with you. Um, first of all, the, 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 the implication that someone black can't be a, a super acrobatic um, a woman who's 
who's trying to uh, save her friend or can't be the black mayor of a city or can't be the black top end detective is a big red flag. Like, what about this is so unbelievable that that if you whenever I see stuff like that, I go, oh. You must not know any black people if you don't think a black person can be a detective yeah. or a mayor or stuff like that. Uh, that kind of stuff is always uh, super, super um, evident. It's not necessarily in what they're saying by asking those questions or by making those statements. It's more in what they're not or in what they're not saying by asking those questions and those statements. Yeah. Well, I think, you know what it is too. I think it speaks a lot to the the, the people asking these, these these questions, right? Is Batman uh, too woke, right? Like, the, first off, we have to we have to get this out of the way. Like, dude, it, these are fictional characters, right? That were created in the 1950s, right? Yeah. All right. You had a hold on the market, and you guess what? You created comics that, yeah, they resembled yourself, like you, the characters you came up with. There was a there was a big uh, era where villains from different cultures they, they they were always villains from different cultures every 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 you know quote unquote you know European uh, character was a hero or something and then you know in the late 1960 70s when they started introducing like the Black Panthers and you know um, Mandarin uh, you remember Mandarin, Mandarin for, for you know Iron Man oh, yeah you know what I'm saying like come on man like I get it I, 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 yeah you know as a purist in the comments I get it all right yeah yeah this character was originally whatever but they never you you never really get like a a, a character's um true origin like oh yeah this character was russian or this character was from this island or nothing no these are all fictional characters and aside from captain america who's america's greatest hero when they changed him i was just like wait what just happened like i get it you know what i'm saying those are characters who are rooted in a specific um background and you know that's what they are now, as far as Catwoman, Selena Kyle, she's we still we we don't have a, a um a quote unquote true origin story for you know besides the ones that we've been getting from the previous movies. Even in the comics, you know, like come on, why why can't Zoe Kravitz play play her? Why not? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if we're really going for the blonde hair, blue eyed cat. Come on, like really, like it's a fictional character. You know, I, I think it, it, what they're really stuck with, too, is just, you know, well, I kind of, uh, you know, and this doesn't excuse, uh, you mm -hmm. know, their comments at all, no, but, yeah. you know, it, it took them a little too long to do what they're doing now, so it looks like they're doing it to... You, you get what I'm saying? Like, they yeah, should have already... They should have already... Yeah. They should have already been introducing... Um, but because Superman has always been white in the comic books and the animated thing, the you know, there's supposed to be a black Superman coming out. The thought is like mind-boggling. Isn't Steel the, the, the Steel, black yes. Steel. Yeah, yeah but yeah. who, who Steel, is one of the yes. four or five Supermans that emerge after the death of Superman. Yes. Yeah. So, so, so for me, I think the only superhero that would be accepted... Um, without comments like this, right? Because we're I, me, I don't care. I'm not even paying attention to that. Yeah. Would be like Miles Morales, Spider Man. That would be like the only and Black Panther because technically speaking, they've Luke been Cage. around long enough. Luke Cage, yeah, like those. But you know, like big time, like 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 the like the like the front runner. So the idea of a Black Superman had people going crazy. Um, they recently <laughs> remember when there was like the Little Mermaid is going to be black. That that drove people through. It was like, hey, Disney, hey. Cut it See, out. 
He's on the water. What color? What color? Like, there's no color on the water. Like, but, but I think it's because it, it took it took them so long to oh, to make man. those changes. If those changes, I feel like if those if they started implementing that stuff in the '90s, early like maybe mid '90s, yeah. early 2000s, it would have been perceived a little different. But now you have the Black Lives Matter. You have all this stuff that's happening in yeah. the world, and now they feel like movies and things are doing this to cater to that situ to those situations. So in a sense again, they are again, doing it. in a sense they are doing it to cater to 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 to, to cater to us. I yeah. get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we gotta make a far past the state, but there's a way to there's a way to uh, uh do things and, and and balance it out so that it doesn't affect the flow of 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 of, of quote unquote society. But you know that's a whole nother topic. You know, saying we 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 here talking about that's probably a whole nother podcast in and of itself. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 that's crazy. We here talking about Batman. Hold <laughs> oh, well, on, go ahead, Q. Go ahead, Q. Jimmy, yeah. To, to answer Jimmy's question, like, is it too woke? Absolutely not. The the reason why I said first off, woke, that was just our thing, right? Yeah. Uh, woke was always it was created by by black people, adopted by you know the you know the woke uh, social media. You know, well, now, it's used ironically. Now, now, now it's used ironically as an insult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. You, you, you're too woke. But if I'm watching the movie, as long as the movie does not pull me out, uh, as long as the whatever you're trying to say does not pull me out or pull me like pull the character pull me out of the movie. Uh, I don't think it's woke. I think Jim Gordon did an amazing job. I think everybody. Jeffrey Wright is one of the best actors Lord on Travis? the planet currently. Yeah, this is oh, this is what I'm saying. 100%. I didn't 100%. notice. And, and, <laughs> no, no, but it, you know why? Because it was so good. I mm. will say the one time that I got pulled out was when Zoe Kravitz said that she was like, "There's a bunch of rich white uh, motherfuckers that whatever," and I'm like, "Ugh." Here God, we go yeah. with this BS <laughs> and don't get me wrong. And don't get me wrong. And don't get me wrong. If you want to say that, that's great. Uh, but like you're, you're saying something that everybody already knows, and it's not at, at this point. You're just repeating something that you've heard a million times. And don't get me wrong. I, I have no problems with any of it. I think it's great that Zoe Kravitz did what she did. Like if if they're saying that uh, Zoe Kravitz was too uh, what do you call it was black or whatever, you forget Eartha Kitt uh, back in Catwoman and yes. also for the for for a long time she was the best Catwoman up until mm -hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer in yep. uh, in, in uh, what do you call it in uh, what do you call it Batman Part Two with uh, Michael Keaton. Here's the thing. It did pull me out of it because I was like, okay, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, here here's, go. A, here's a moment. Uh, they could have gave that line to uh, someone else. It's not even. <laughs> yeah, it, I'm like, but I'm like, you know, but he, he, again, again, the movie was was so, like, you were so pulled in with it. Like you said, Jimmy, to your, to your, uh, to your point earlier, the movie is like, I didn't think, I, I thought the movie was like two hours and like, like 15 minutes long, 20 minutes. Long. When they were like three hours, I was like, wow, that's a testament to how good and how well the story was written. It doesn't matter if you, if you are good at what you do, if you're a great actor, it doesn't matter. Nick Fury was always white. And then, but, but guess what? I can't see Nick Fury without Sam Jackson. Yeah. I think, I think Sam yep. Jackson, you know, because he embodied the role so so what, if you do something, all I want, all I want for my movies 
is a good movie. I just want to go escape from my from my from my life from all our lives. I'm sure, like what it called with the BS that we see every day, the things that we do. I just want two or three hours that I could just, 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 just uh, what it called, yeah. just tune out and enjoy something. Like that's why I read fiction. When I read my fiction books, I don't care about politics. I don't care about any of that. Just give me a good story, and that. Whoa, that was one of, that was the first line and the only line that pulled me out of it. I was like, oh my God. You know, Not again. <laughs> so speaking of the mayor, I, th I thought the mayor, here's the thing. The mayor didn't have enough, I didn't have enough of a, a, a of uh enough um what do you call it? Enough Screen personality time. or enough character built to be anything. You know, she, she was just the mayor, and all of a sudden she, she's just she like the person that she, <laughs> Yeah, she didn't do anything. She exactly she didn't do anything, but automatically we're supposed to think she's the best person which again cool this is a movie it's fiction i'll suspend my belief my my belief systems to be like all right cool this is the person that's going to help wayne, you know work with uh bruce wayne in the future to make a better future for gotham 100 100 100% i'm down with it uh, but again with with the whole woke thing i do think things are tend to be a little woke this movie was not it this no. movie was it just a very good movie? Yes, it, uh, some of it, like uh, to Shelley's point, it did fall apart in the middle. I mean, uh, it did fall apart towards the end, where you know, where you're like, all right, guys, like, okay, all of a sudden, like, you know, the, again, the movie was too long, in my opinion. That's one of my one of my few criticisms of it. They could have they could have trimmed it down to about two minutes and twenty minutes, two twenty to thirty, the most. They didn't need all of that other stuff, but. Am I going to throw it and throw the baby out with the bathwater? No, it was a fantastic ba Batman movie. Probably yeah. one of the best Batman movies in, what it called, in a long time or a movie with Batman uh, and that has potential to go further. further uh, so you, so you, segued, you segued right into the next one, Ran. So mm -hmm. how would this rank amongst other Batman movies right now? I'm just going to just I'm just going <laughs> to go out there. The this is for me is gonna have to be in the top if if there's a top five for me it's gonna have to be in the top three um top three. And, the, and the only reason i say this um and it could possibly let's just put it this way if christopher nolan's batman did not exist this would be number one what i'm so conflicted 100%. with right now is because because the movie is so grounded in reality like it's real real not saying that what ben affleck was doing is not real um and and all of that but the thing that you got with christian bale was like like the fighting wasn't ben Affleck, it wasn't comic book fighting like he was lit it looked no, like a real real people, yeah. real, people yep. real fight moves like no he you know it's not that easy to dodge um, and that's what you got with this movie, but it was just so real. And that's the allure to Batman. And this is why I love him so much. And this is why he's my favorite because he's human. It's not so yes. far fetched that someone that is a billionaire from the birth can go and get excessive training and actually be yeah. on a rooftop with enough money, have a jet, have a car with, you know, with mm -hmm. the smarts, have technology to avoid authorities. It can be done if someone really had time on their hands. Um, but I'm going to say this is top three, and and it's probably going to go in top two. I'm, I'm thinking of the Heath Ledger Joker and this movie here. Number one. And, Number I, and, one. 
and and because of that Joker performance, um, Christopher Nolan was uh, great with this movie. Um, Christian Bale was also fantastic, obviously, but because of that Joker performance and the Batman, that relationship, the way that you know you complete me, all of that, that just has to be number one for me. And this right here slides into number two. It is going to sort of skip by for me. So this movie is definitely second best, in my opinion, um, after real, the real, Joker. Real quick question. Um, yeah. Let's see some consensus in the group. Is Joaquin Phoenix's The Joker a Batman movie? Nope. Absolutely. Well, no, no, Absolutely. no, 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 it's not, it's not. It's a prequel to Heath Ledger's, it's a prequel to Heath well, Ledger's Batman. That's how he, that's how well, Heath Ledger becomes the, the, the Joker. That, it's a prequel. Was it better? Well, no, it's a build-up. Go well, ahead, Duke. I'm going to say, to answer uh, Shelly's question, uh, yes and no. Because no, it's 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 clearly about the Joker. It's a Joker origin story. It's probably artistically one of the best Batman movies because it's in the Batman universe. Is it a Batman movie? No. This is a Batman movie because it's about okay. Batman. It's about okay. the detective. This sure. is det remember, Batman showed up in what? Detective Comics 30 fucking 3. Sure. That's it. So if if we if, if if again and to to uh to follow Jimmy, I have it in my top two too. I was thinking about this. I'm like, yeah, number one would be uh the Dark Knight with Heath Ledger, mm -hmm. uh, with Heath Ledger. But again, again, Heath Ledger stole that stole stole the, stole the show. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. that was a Joker movie. All right, movie. I think Robert Pattinson. This is like yeah. the best version, almost realist version of Batman that we've ever gotten. That's why I'm like, oh, it's like one or two. But again, R.I.P. Heath Ledger. He's the best. Like again, there would be no Robert Pattinson without uh, what do you call it? Chris Nolan's The Dark Knight because Chris Nolan wanted to guess what do what you know uh, uh, what do you call it? make it a more realistic Batman. Yeah. That's why you again. It, it, we wouldn't even be having this conversation if if that movie never came to pass, right? Yeah, yeah. And we, we wouldn't have this, like, we wouldn't have Joaquin Phoenix, the Joker. And again, I think Marvel does so many things so much better than DC. This is what DC does best, right? Your character yeah. one-offs and just, uh, like, these character-focused, like, uh, uh, movies where it's like, okay, it's about character building, about who the person is goes a deeper uh, it goes deeper into the psychopathy of the character yeah hands down hands down I, I i'm like this is my time too I, I, I think we you see I, I, with you I, that's, that's the one point i disagree with right for the dc universe right cuz i'm a big dc big dc guy right not not to be biased but dc does lay some groundwork the problem is is that it's not on the main screen dc does a lot of things like if you notice there they have series you know what I'm saying? There's a Gotham series. There's a there there yeah. there's there's a Daredevil series. What they've been doing over the past you know 10 15 years is they build characters outside, but then when they bring the movie, they use a totally different actor to play the character. And I'm like, wait, what happened to the the one that we 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 grew grew to love? But um, back to the the question, right? How would you rank this amongst the other Batman movies, right? No one, I, everybody, every time people talk about Batman movies, everybody seems to forget the first Batman. You know what I'm saying? Nobody great movie. Gives, great movie. Yeah. <laughs> excellent, 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 excellent. Nobody gives Michael Keaton his credit. Like, he paved the way for all the other Batman movies. You know what I'm saying? 
I can't. And and the thing is, is that can we remove Michael Keaton's Batman from the the conversation and just says, all right, this is just the yeah, the antique absolutely. that we put. This is the antique we put in the room. It, it can't be compared to anything. It is what it is. Because he's, he's in the top five, but what's going to happen is you have to understand, at least mm -hmm. from my perspective, is it's a generational thing too. Because yeah. when those movies came out, we were toddlers running around. I mean, we did get to watch it after the fact, and that's what was on like uh, TV for us. And we we're like, oh, Batman, and it's great and it's mm -hmm. phenomenal. But as time goes by with the advanced technology, um, yeah. you know, and everything that they have to really bring out the movie in a sense. Uh, Michael Keaton is definitely in the top five, but but boy, the storytelling and the it's 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 a lot. It's it's it it has competition. I can't say Michael Keaton is. I understand who he is. It's the same mm -hmm. thing for Superman. I understand who those guys are. They're 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 the OGs. They'll forever be cemented. Um, but it's you know it's it's com compared to the argument of Jordan and LeBron James. We understand who Jordan is, but it seems like LeBron can't get past this whole comparison thing. So Michael yeah. Keaton is the the Godfather of Batman. We know he's this. The, he's that's the MJ. He's the, he's the Michael Jordan. He's the MJ. Michael, yeah. So we. But, so that's what I'm saying. So you can't even. You got to push him to the side. He he has his own uh, pedestal that he's he's on, and you can't include his movie because they didn't have the technology we have now. He's you know still in top five, though. He's but, still in top but, five. But they did have it was a it was a solid movie from front from from beginning to end, and mm. you know it it, it was kind of long, you know, for what it was. But you know, the movie the movie went longer than it was supposed to go, you know, in my opinion. But, but it, I'm it, a, it, I'm it, a, where do you but I'm a, where do you rank it at though? What do you rank it at? Oh, oh, um. See, I don't, like this. I don't I can't rank I can't rank these uh, Batman movies simply because they don't they don't happen at the same time. They're period pieces. So Robert Patterson definitely this movie is up there. It, I, I agree with you. Top three, one hundred percent, because it's a great origin story. It could definitely it, it definitely replaces um what was the other whose Batman was that that was at the same time? Because basically but Robert Patterson's Batman and Christian Bale's Batman is the same era. It's just that Patterson is a little earlier than than uh, Christian Bale's. He's just maybe a year before, a year two before. Well, the, well, the key differences I think between those two is who trains them. The League of Assassins, Batman, Christian Bale's Batman was far Batman, more polished yeah. at the beginning of his career yeah. because of that training. This guy, yeah, Robert training, Patterson, man. yeah, he it, Alfred trained him, so it's. Not, no disrespect, Alfred, but you know yeah. he's not. He's not. You know him. Christian yeah. Bale would beat him in a fight if it really came down oh, to. Oh yeah, it. for sure, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. Origin. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I, I'm happy you at least you said top three because top three, one hundred percent. Trust me, I love I love Ben Affleck Batman because that's that's you know our era. That's the we watch so much animated Batman stuff and see the way he fights and the people he's able to fight. And I'm like, Christian yep. Bale is not fighting no doomsday. He's yeah. getting he's getting worked. But yeah. Christian Bale's Batman, which another thing that um I don't know if you guys noticed, but that scene where Robert Patterson um as Batman is in that elevator hiding, that's the same way Ben Affleck's Batman was hiding at in the beginning of the movie when he went to go yeah. uh right. uh, uh there. in the corner hanging up. I, I noticed that immediately. So I feel like they pulled a lot of things from different Batman movies. There's yeah. other things, but yeah. um 
So yeah, so wherever you rank Kristen Bale's Batman, put 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 Robert Patterson right behind him. You know what I'm saying? And then and then and then and when we see the next one, if the performance, you know, you know, it, uh, gets better, like if it, it grows, you know, then we it's always gonna get better. You could put him in front. You could be like, yep, he's the new well, he's the new staple Batman. You know. Well, when when it comes to uh, my ranking, I'll I'll, I'll keep this short because we can't have a podcast longer than the movie. It's definitely definitely top five, probably top three for me. Um, mm-hmm. I already think that it's okay to say that this guy might be Robert Pattinson has the potential to probably be the greatest Batman ever. Yes. Away from what you 100%. may think of the Joker, away what you may think of Selena Kyle and Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Robert Pattinson and, and the work that he set up with this first movie and his fantastic acting performance and the setting. We've already, we're all very comfortable already saying that this is probably the best Gotham City we've ever seen. Yeah. And Robert Pattinson 100%. has laid fantastic groundwork towards becoming the best Batman we've ever seen. Whatever happens with the Joker or the Riddler from here on out, hey, we can, you can try and climb that out once you get there. But this is definitely a top five probably definitely even a top three Batman movie. And Robert Pattinson is a early contender for probably the greatest Batman of all time. Mm-hmm. All running. So I think we're all in agreement for this next one here. Is there a sequel coming? Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I, I was looking everywhere for it. They were, you know, they were saying that the company was like, listen, it's too early to even talk about that. We're just focused on how much we're going to make from this. And I'm like, shut up. Um, one 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 quick thing on the sequel where, where, where I was talking about the, the long Halloween what they could do is just have the long Halloween happen and then we can pick up like immediately after that and then see how Batman grew during that trying time yeah. uh, all the lessons he learned and, and he'll come out a more polished Batman so it's true we could Ooh. skip the long Halloween and then just end up on the other end of that like maybe a year later and seeing all the, the the things that he's learned, so it's not a guarantee that the next movie is the Long Halloween, but um, uh, we could skip all that and then end up in a place where Penguin's the new kingpin of Gotham City, and Batman learned a lot of lessons uh, during the Long Halloween. Well, I'm just gonna, uh, you know, I, I work with a lot of the executives there uh, with Warner Brothers, <clears throat> and um, I'm gonna tell you what the <laughs> sequel is gonna be. Uh, basically, the sequel is gonna be where he's actually taking on more Bruce Wayne now. Because you've seen him in the Batman, he's dark, he's not, but now as you see in this, the end of the movie, he's like, I need to be a symbol of hope. And he understands that in order for him to do that, he can't just be Batman. He also has to help the city in the daytime, especially with this flooding. Someone's going to have to help pay for that. So I can right. see him helping right. repair the city. Become, um, him, becoming a philanthropist. A philanthropist. Yeah, yeah, becoming an actual CEO. Um of the company, like really take a, hey, what are we working on? Then meeting Lucius Fox, Lucius Fox will eventually figure out he's Batman at some point, And that's where comes the, the better Batmobiles, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, the, 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 you know, the things like that. So I think that's going to be the second movie where he meets uh, Lucius Fox. I think that's where it's going to come in real nice um, and mesh it in the villains. Who knows? I'll take anything, but definitely a sequel is coming. Uh, and then, you know, I guess we could end it with that. Cause the next one was really like, is this worth the big screen? Because you know, people, some people with the pandemic are a little iffy. Oh, yeah. Or is it? Or just wait for it to hit HBO Max. This ain't an at-home movie. You can't watch this at home. There you, you go. Go, 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 go outside. I like and watch. This, I like this is better. 
Yeah, go go outside, watch this, you know what I'm saying? Have a drink before and then cause sitting at home watching this, you're gonna fall asleep on the couch because you're gonna you're you're you're, 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 you're already have an expectation. That's, I'm telling you, when people watch movies at home, look, they they're gonna have an expectation. They're gonna have the room, they're gonna have the lights dim, they're gonna be sitting on the couch watching this movie, and there's a part in the movie that might feel a little slow, but it's important, and then they're just going they're gonna nod and then they're gonna wake up to the boom and then you go, you know what I'm saying? It's it's definitely go out and watch this. This is go to the big screen and watch this. Go so good, you know what I'm saying? Go support. Agreed, agreed. My, my only question is when are we gonna watch this again for the second I'm going tomorrow? I already I already got tickets for tomorrow. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, don't play because damn. I thought you said you just had tickets to spare. I was like, yeah, I'm off tomorrow. I'm coming. Oh no, no, no. I got tickets, so we're going we're we're going to Nighthawk to watch it again. You know what I'm saying? Oh, the Nighthawk. Cause, nice. Cause 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 my kid, my my, my my kid was like, You went and saw it without me? Oh and I was like, Yeah. I was like, Yeah. He was like, How was it? I said, I can't tell you. You know what I'm saying? He said, Then you're gonna have to take me. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 that's that's gonna be. Trust me, I, yeah. I, I, you know, that's one of the things I look at my mom like. Thank you yeah. for introducing me to him. So that's how old is he? He's fifty. He's, uh, well, his birthday is on on in two weeks, so he'll be fifteen. So he's oh, like, so he's uh, already oh he's already yeah. acclimated with oh okay, yeah okay. yeah yeah. He was like that was disrespectful. You took you went out without me, and, and I'm very like when it comes to movies, we see all the like DC movies, all the comic movies together. Like we're yeah, very. Yeah like comic savvy and we're like in it like you know so i was like nah don't worry it's gonna be a good experience we're gonna go eat and watch a movie you know it's gonna be you know nice and and, and you know like normal you know but beautiful thing that's a beautiful thing you know, all right guys a good dad, like. <laughs> a good dad. um all right well gentlemen i really appreciate you guys uh joining me tonight man again thank you for the experience um watching the movie with you guys was definitely uh hilarious uh you know hanging with you guys is definitely great man uh the movie was phenomenal um it was great go man. watch that movie do not listen to anyone's opinions go in there uh manage your expectations because i agree a lot of people went in there with the expectation because the latest thing that they got to see was ben affleck's batman so yes understand this is year two mm -hmm. and it was still phenomenal so Again, you know, uh, gentlemen, I don't want to keep you guys longer than I have to. I know some of you guys have work in the morning, um, but it's it's been great, man. Uh, and I hope to have you guys back, man. No, absolutely, man. It's, listen, I'm the one that yeah, should be thanking you guys. Dude. Great time, yeah. Excellent work. All right, so I'm.